0: Here we go, baby, five, four, three, two, one, boom. And there can be only one Theo Vaughn.
1: Well, far as we know, far as I know.
0: In the universe though, do you know what they think? What? Do you know the the concept of infinity, apparently, as explained to me by people far smarter than us, is that the universe is so big yeah. that not only is there intelligent life out there for sure, but there's humans out there for sure. Mm-hmm. And Infinity is so big that that means somewhere in the universe There is another Theo Vaughn that has done exactly the same things that you've done said exactly the same things that you've said been in the same conversations that you've been in down to that pause down to the millisecond Nuh-uh. an infinite number of times
1: and you believe it Yes, not no. just
0: one not just one time but in. Unending number of times because that's how big infinity is You're not buying it.
1: I'll bet infinity smaller than that <laughs> If I had a bet Yeah, I, I just don't think that that could for me that couldn't ha- for me if I, if I knew that that was true That would just break my heart I feel like because then you would feel like everything you're doing feels pointless, you know,
0: but isn't it anyway? Just what you know about the universe. Let's just say the universe was limited to the size of this galaxy. Okay, Right. Which yeah. it really could be. Could be. I mean, we're, you and I, let's be honest, we're kind of dumb.
1: Right. Right? We're fairly Oh, dumb. yeah. I'm just yeah. guessing.
0: Guessing. Totally guess. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say some big words every now and then, but the reality is I learn those big words from people that actually understand them, and I'm just repeating the noises that they say. Yeah.
1: yeah right? Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. So they say, "Oh, broken thinks you're so fucking smart. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the last person that thinks I'm smart. Trust me.
1: Yeah, we're all mimics, really. Yeah,
0: exactly. So if you look at, I think they think there are hundreds of billions of stars in this galaxy. Mm-hmm. Just that alone is too big. It's too big. It's too big for you to wrap your head around. It's too big. There's but no, like when you think about like how big that is, like there's no way you really think about it. You just you just kind of like, go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big. Yeah. Now, now think of infinite. Mm-mm. So hundreds of billions of those. And then they think it's possible that inside each galaxy, they know that the center of each galaxy has a supermassive black hole in it. And they think that inside that supermassive black hole might be a whole nother universe. Mm -mm. Filled with galaxies, each of them that have supermassive black holes in the center. You go through one of those, another universe. Infinite universes. So infinite infinities. So the universe is infinite, and there's infinite numbers of universes. So somewhere out there is another Theo Vaughn. Same haircut, same jokes,
1: same style. Really? Yep. Same back problem? Killing it. Dude, that's scary. I feel like if that's true, that. that makes the jog I took this morning seem so much shorter. If the were if the universe is that much bigger, I don't think it could be that big.
2: Look at this. What did you show me here, Jamie? What is, is that? A, what the simulation on the inside of a black hole? Wait, that's iMovie, bro. That
1: Whoa. could be anything. Do that
2: shit
0: again. Well, this just this is just animation. So the idea is you go through the black hole and you wake up again, a baby in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. Your mama's cuddling you. Oh, you such a sweet thing. You know? <laughs> birds are chirping, <laughs> but they're, they're chirping 200 trillion light years away.
1: Wow. Yeah. You believe it.
0: <sighs> believe is a weird word. Do you feel it? It's too big. I don't even feel sun, the sun. I go outside and I go, oh yeah, it's warm, but I don't feel that there's a thing that's a million times bigger than earth that's floating in the sky. No, I don't feel that.
1: To me the hard part for me is when they say that the universe keeps expanding, you know, yeah It sounds like something a child would say that part <laughs> sounds fiction to me Like it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing you're like what? It sounds like something like my four-year-old nephew would say if like you won't go to sleep at night You know
0: well the real one is the birth of the universe That's the real one like the Big Bang so before the Big Bang the universe was smaller than the head of a pin The whole thing right and then for some reason boom they don't know why, but in one instant, the universe is created.
1: I mean, it seems far-fetched.
0: <laughs> but that's what the that's scientists believe. Forget about what religious people believe or cult leaders believe or schizophrenics. Yeah, it's the legit of legit. The Sean Carrolls of the world, the Neil deGrasse Tysons of the world, the real scientists that can hit you with the real words and they actually understand them?
1: The smartest people.
0: The real smart people. They actually think that. Hmm. What do you think?
1: I think the jury's out. (laughs) You know? That's what I think, man. I think I'm still kind of feeling it out, you know? I think that I I could easily get sucked in if I'm not careful to just believe in... I just wonder if some of their stuff is right, you know, like what if the building blocks that we started with aren't really correct, Mm. you know, and sometimes I feel like they some of the science for me, it takes too much of the hope out of it. Like, I guess I want to romanticize the universe a little bit and I want it to be a little more fantastical. Like maybe we get out there, you know, in the sequel to that video and there's a couple, you know, angels out there or a band or something or like a. You know, some angels or like a you know, some sort of something more exciting than just is that exciting or is that just more human, like angels in a band? Right, that's like
0: human, that would actually be boring.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just, yeah, maybe I'm afraid to go into that other world, you know, into that other realm. Like, if somebody was like, go in there and they were trying to push me in there, I would say. I'm not going in there.
0: Have you ever been in a place where you're in, uh, the, you're outside at night, there's no clouds, and there's no light pollution, and you could see the Milky Way?
1: Yeah, there is was Tucson.
0: It's crazy, right? Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. You see all those stars, and you're like, is this up here all the time?
1: Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like, is this out here all the time, and what have I been doing?
0: Yeah. I think we're fucking ourselves up with cities. I've been saying that forever. I think all that light from cities blocking out all those stars Mm -hmm. i think it confuses us yeah we don't we don't realize what we're in we are in this crazy space ride
1: oh i think people forget about that a lot of times i mean we definitely get caught up in the Mm
3: minutiae
1: i mean but what's out there in the world in the universe i mean i think if something were out there it would have stopped by by now i don't know about that it's been a lot of time
0: it's a lot of space A lot of space it has to go through. I think that things get so smart that they don't do that anymore. This is what I think. Um, I think that this whole idea about space travel, Mm -hmm. I don't think they do that after a while. I think they get so fucking smart, they become symbiotic with machines. And I think artificial life and artificial intelligence, they create their own reality and literally create their own universes. I don't think they bother traveling.
1: Oh, they're just thinking it up and then there it is? I think
0: they make things. You know, I think when... I think... This is just a thought, but I think what's going to happen with us. I mean, we take little trips. We send a rover to Mars and shit. Yeah, you know, we send probes into space,
1: but, Florida, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you go local. Anything is a, you know can be a big adventure. But yeah, we go out to the moon. We went to the moon a couple of times supposedly. You know,
0: right? But what we don't do, what you know, what we're doing with these little tiny trips, it's like all fairly close. It's all inside of our solar system, right?
1: Yeah.
3: So.
0: What we're saying is that someone is going way, way, way further than that. So they would have to be way more advanced than that. Mm -hmm. What I look at us, and I look at artificial life and artificial intelligence and how close we are to creating something that's smarter than us, within the next hundred years, we're going to have some form of artificial life that's probably way smarter than us, and it's going to create even better versions of artificial life. It's going to improve upon the design, and then there's going to be... Things that they can do in terms of like recreating reality in your own mind, like sit, you and I sitting across from each other,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: we're experiencing this table, we're experiencing looking at each other, we're friends, we have a history together, we talk a lot, Mm -hmm. so this, we're used to being in each other's presence, there's all these feelings and thinking and thoughts going on. I think they're going to be able to recreate that. I think they're going to be able to recreate that in a way that's indistinguishable from this moment that we're experiencing right now.
1: So then, I mean, are humans just going to become obsolete then? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, dang it. Dang it. Don't you think we are?
0: I mean, if you go back, right? Go it back to single-celled organisms.
1: Yeah. Go back to single-celled organisms. Like an amoeba celled,
0: or something. The first time single-celled organisms became multi-celled organisms. Just a
1: booger in the how world. How many of them?
0: How many of them were hanging back and go, man, fuck that! I'm gonna live in the woods. I'm gonna stay single cell. Single cells is the way to go.
1: Yeah. This of multicelled probably, stuff yeah.
0: is bullshit. I don't need to see things, man. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't need a phone, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm a single-celled organism. Yeah. Just yeah I got chilling a Chevy. At the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> You know things don't have to get any better. I yeah. like them right like this. I'm not gonna get
1: a job. I'm gonna be a hit man so yeah. if
0: you looked at single-celled organisms, they eventually became Theo Vaughn, right? That's a that's a Complicated leap from single-celled organisms from billions of years ago to Theo Vaughn. Holy shit Is that a leap
1: that's to a, a, to a human? That's a big leap So you're saying it would be crazy for us if we didn't continue to exactly. move forward. We're going to that's a good point
0: It's gonna happen everything does we're going to improve upon this. I mean, we're different now. People are bigger and stronger and faster than they were just 100 years ago because of nutrition, you know, and the, those genes. I was saying that the genes of people who exercise and are healthy, they're better mm. than the genes of people that don't. Like, you literally can transfer some of those traits and some of that potential into children. Rhonda Patrick had something. She tweeted about that a couple of days ago, I believe.
1: Oh, there's some mud rats out there that have no genes almost, I feel like.
0: Like mud rat humans? Yeah, just people that are just
1: (laughs) smoking their own dicks out there who have no real... like. You know what I'm saying? Like I've met some people who, yeah, they're breathing, but that's it, really. Yeah, this idea
0: that we're all created equals. You've never met anybody that's a genius, if you say that. I've met some people that I'm like... I talk to them, I go, oh, I'm like a monkey
1: compared to you. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Dude, I talked to your buddy, Eddie Bravo, and that guy is a real... He's out there. He's like a Jack, He's like a deaf like a deaf Jack Russell almost, you know? A deaf Jack Russell? Yeah, because once he gets going, you can't... Oh, Jack
0: Russell Terrier? Yeah.
1: You ever been around one of those dogs? You open the car, and then the next thing you know, they're at the... Yeah. They're like sick, yeah. But how's he deaf? Because you can't get him back. Like, once he goes, you can't... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't get him back in the car.
3: <laughs> he's a deaf
1: like, you're Jack sitting there honking the horn. You can't... that guy's out there you know my home you know i'm talking about
3: i
0: do know what you're talking about but i've never heard anybody make a a description like that a deaf jack russell terrier that is hilarious he's
1: extravagant dude yeah that man's extravagant he's so motivated
0: he loves conspiracies more than anybody i've ever met in my life and he thinks everything is a conspiracy
1: yeah no no he definitely yeah Uh, uh, but then he gets into it like I don't know. It was fascinating to me how he went from just like one genre of life to the next and created a business in each one and kept moving forward. A business? Yeah. He got like he was a music. He liked music. He started a band. You know, he liked uh, karate. He started doing, um, you know, organized karate. He liked, uh, you know, what else did he, a couple of other businesses, I think. He got into a couple of other things. I don't know what the other two were. (laughs) He lost me at chapter seventy, but
0: <laughs> he'll hit you with too much information, man. It was crazy. You don't have a lot of people to Google.
1: I was like, I want to climb through a black hole right now into, into, a, into a Edgar Casey documentaries
0: yeah. <laughs> and shit. Like, wait a minute, is this guy legit,
1: dude? The other night, two a.m., he sends me oh, a couple you of links. Bro. You can't do
0: that. You gotta shut your phone off. Be <laughs> oh, yeah. friends with Eddie. When those 1 a.m. phone calls coming, you do oh, not no. respond because you will get you will get a wall of text explaining which YouTube video has the right information, and which one is set up by
1: the CIA. Yeah, it used to be like stopping at a rest area on the interstate. <laughs> that was like the old Eddie Bravo. Like you'd stop there, and next thing you know, you'd hear the craziest shit in yeah, the world. Right, and coast to
0: coast with Art Bell <laughs> yeah. would be playing in the background. Yeah. No, he loves all of it. He loves it, but he's he gets out. He goes in phases. Like he gets out of them for a while. Like yeah. he was really into chemtrails for a while. But man, I I know he probably won't admit it, but it's pretty obvious chemtrails are bullshit. Yeah, pretty fucking obvious. You know. Yeah, it's just
1: writing because they can write birthday. They can write happy birthday, yeah. Ronda or something, and that's not. That just seems like that's it's smoke somebody's birthday. Yeah,
0: that, I think when they do that, they're doing that like on purpose. But the the chemtrail thing is just it's just nonsense. There's there is some. Evidence that they have experimented with spraying stuff in the sky and they definitely seed clouds in certain parts of the world and mm-hmm. certain parts of the country. You know, they can make it rain like uh, in uh, – it's, it's Abu Dhabi, right, where they make it rain once a week. Wow. Once a week. It's They live in the desert. They I send to, jets up there? Yeah. Yeah, they send jets. And I think they use something silver iodine or something like that. Is that what it is? That'd they, be awesome. Something one of those they, pilots. They spray into the clouds and somehow or another – it uh, makes it rain.
1: You know, when Eddie came, when I was talking to, with Eddie, one thing I was thinking about was, do you think that there are aliens or do you think that robots will get so advanced that they will like become aware? And what does he say? Oh, I don't know what he said. I guess I'm, I'm asking you because oh. he went off on something else and he didn't oh. really answer it. He said, yeah, he doesn't get too much in artificial about it, intelligence. You know?
0: He's more into like the FBI trying to fuck us over.
1: Yeah. Well, he told me in the bathroom after we talked. <laughs> no joke. He said uh, he had to be a little bit quiet because he thinks that some people could be <laughs> looking for him.
0: Oh, that's so crazy.
1: And it was crazy that he said that all hush
0: hush by the urinals. Dude, he thought that the government got to me. Really? Because I wasn't into chemtrails. Chemtrails would did it. He's like, got there's got to be a reason here.
1: Did they do anything did, to you? No, no. You swear? I
0: swear. No one's talked to me about anything ever. No one said, "Hey, man, lay off the Bigfoot, <laughs> lay off that Bigfoot talk." <laughs> what? What do you say? I'm just saying. If you want to know,
2: I don't. I, man, what is I, this? What are you showing me, Jamie? This is an article about the, the cloud seeding in Abu Dhabi. They oh, use...
0: they use high wow hygroscopic salt. To level up the amount of, amount of moisture to generate more rain. Huh.
1: I could see him doing that.
0: Dr. Habib adding that the best season for seeding is between June and August.
1: Huh. Hmm. So, some, I mean, there's, there's, there's other There's a salt up into the... Yeah, see... You. Yeah, they spray shit... And it makes it rain. I find that the moon. Say we went to the moon. The moon seemed like something Delta could get to if you really think about it. Like you know what I'm <laughs> Delta saying? Delta Airlines. Yeah, like if they not Southwest, all right. I mean, they
0: seem a little
1: shaky. Yeah, seem a little bit shaky on there. Some of the people are on there wearing shorts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you get on, I don't trust anybody in shorts, especially at church. <clears throat> right. But um, I'll say this: when you like, it's crazy. We've been flying across America for, you know, 40, 50 years now, right? More. Like, yeah, even more, maybe, yeah. you know. And it seems like it's, we could figure out how to get into space.
0: It's harder than that, for sure. First of all, it's 262,000 miles. You know, the Earth is 24,000 miles around. So a full trip from right here. So you start in uh, Calabasas. Okay. And you do a full trip all the way around the planet and land in Calabasas. That's twenty four thousand miles.
1: Okay, so it's like twelve times that or something. (laughs) Thirty,
0: yeah, something like that.
1: Well, we could do that. (laughs)
0: Who's we, (laughs) (laughs) Who's we?
1: What's this we shit, white man?
0: (laughs) 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 It's hard, man. And not only that, there's no air. It's one six Earth gravity. You're dealing with all sorts of problems in terms of solar flares and radiation. We're protected by the magnetosphere. We're protected by the radiation belts and, you know, the, all of the, the atmosphere of the Earth. When you go through that and you go out into space, you're not protected by shit. But to, we
1: couldn't—I we, think we could fight that, man.
0: Well, it can be done. The problem was with biological life. See, one of the things that made it so interesting about the the moon hoax theory, particularly for me, is they never sent anything alive into space and had it come back alive, ever. They, didn't even send, they never even sent a chicken into space and had it come back alive. It all dies? No, they just do it with people. They've only done it with people. Ah. They've never made something. They never, like, shot a monkey into space and then brought it back alive.
1: So why, that's why you think it could be fictional?
0: No. It's only one reason why it was enticing to me. One right. of the big reasons was the Fox documentary. There was a Fox documentary that aired on TV. I think it was in the 90s. Uh, it was called Conspiracy Theory, Did We Go to the Moon? And it showed that they used the same backdrop for different moon missions that were supposedly like really far apart from each other, but the back backdrop synced up. There was all sorts of uh, images that showed different shadows that were moving at different angles that would indicate different light sources that was more than one life source instead of the just the sun there's a lot of these things that make it intriguing the problem with that stuff is that I don't know jack shit about aerospace engineering I don't know anything about it I have zero zero yeah. education In physics. Yeah, I don't don't know how a Kodak
1: works in space. I don't know how any of that. That's also part of the problem is the images.
0: The images, a lot of people like, how are the images so perfectly squared? There's no errors. There's uh, some of the images where things are in the shadows. They're lit up like there's backfill being used. But that still doesn't mean they didn't go. They definitely faked some images. This is a fact. They know this because there's Gemini 15. There's a Michael Collins photo that was absolutely a photo that they used of him in a training mission mm-hmm. and where you could see the harnesses and all that jazz. And then they blacked it out, and they used it as a publicity photo saying that he's on a spacewalk. But that could have been an overzealous publicist. Right. you got, you got to look at everything, like, really objectively. Because yeah. you wanted—I know, wanted—, I, I, I wanted the moon landing to be fake. It seemed fun to me.
1: To you have wanted it to, it be, to fake.
0: be. Yeah. There's so many things. They, the, the, um, what is it? The prime minister of Holland? Who is it of Holland?
1: And I met Buzz they, Aldrin. They,
0: met, they gave this guy a piece of moon rock and it turned out to be uh, a piece of petrified wood. But it was signed in you know, a plaque. It was delivered by you know, Michael Collins and Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, and they're like, "This is a piece of moon rock for you know. This is, we're giving this to Holland. This is amazing." They're like, wow, you're giving us a piece of the moon. That's so cool. And then they finally wound up finally testing it. It's a piece of petrified wood. It wasn't from the moon. It was fake. It's fake. Yeah. And why so did the a Dutch bunch want Things it? like that. Well, it's a gift to a country. Oh, I see. You
1: know? The but, Dutch are wild, man.
0: But that also could have been. You got to deal with, the, you're talking about the 1960s. Richard Nixon was the president. He was an asshole. You know, he's like, probably fucked them. I'm not giving them a moon rock. Give them, give one of those petrified, wood this would be hilarious. Really? Take a piece of petrified <laughs> wood. We got four kilograms of moon rock. We not giving like,
1: shit to the Dutch, you know? Dude, the Dutch, I mean, that shit, ch- they don't, yeah. I mean, actually, who gives a fuck, is, you know, like, I, you know, respect to the Dutch, but. Some of the greatest kickboxers of all time. Can really? You that one spot. Yeah. Well, they're aerodynamic too. You ever seen a Dutch person? They're big. Well, and also they're extremely. If you look at their faces, they're extremely aerodynamic. You think they they travel through space better. Is that what you're saying? I think if you taped like one of the front of a plane, it wouldn't. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be that hard on them.
0: Good. They have good symmetry. Is
1: that what you're saying? Oh, they're. Ex- yeah. You look at the Dutch. Their heads tall. Mm, right. It's like. Um, good like, genes. Yeah. They're probably
0: Vikings, right? That's probably some Viking genes.
1: What would be aerodynamic? Yes. All big. They're
0: really big people
1: and they got tall craniums space. They have a lot of room in their head for um, ideas. Yeah
0: Mm. Plus they were one of the first people to say who gives a shit about weed Everybody yeah. used to go to Amsterdam to get high.
1: Well, the problem with Amsterdam is there's those trains, there's people on bikes. It's like the worst place to walk around high because there's so many forms of transportation going on. <laughs> you're like there's fucking people traveling by crow. Like out. you're like, damn, dude, like I tripped out there, man. Right. There's like boats. Oh yeah, there's bikes. it's way too heady, That's bro. A lot of boats. It's like, yeah, damn. People get on boats and shit. Dude, I showed up there one time and they had a um gay pride weekend, you know, and I didn't know it and they had like a lot of homoerotic like boat floats going by. Like just single men just dancing on boats, you know, (laughs) I was like, I didn't know. I thought that was just these people were like hella Dutch. Gay people know how to do it. Oh, yeah. They party, man. There's no one
0: holding them back. Mm -mm. There's no yang or no yin, whichever one it is. They're all yang.
1: Yeah. It's just people yanging each other's just yanging it up, just fucking yanging each other. that's, That's
0: happening in space. In space somewhere, there's gay people that can get pregnant. They get each other pregnant,
1: and they're gay. Because how? Because they're different. Guaranteed. Oh, you think that?
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. There's gay pride. Whoa, Jamie just pulled That's that up. That's
1: what it was, bro. Ooh. And I thought, oh, holy shit.
0: I got one-tenth of one percent gay just from looking at that.
1: Yeah, this is as aerodynamic <laughs> as it can get, boy.
0: <laughs> and no one has a shirt on. Uh-uh. <laughs> There's a couple guys with life preservers. No one has a fucking shirt on. Look how gay this is. This is Damn. hilarious. They're all buff and shit. There's yeah. one girl with her hand on her forehead in the front of the boat going, what in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I can't get no dick. She's like, her friend tells her, you got to get down here. There's a thousand men with no shirt on and they're all hot. Oh my God, I'm there. I'm there. I'm going to get us a ride on the boat. An hour into the boat, she's got her hand on her head. Fuck
1: me. Yeah. They're
0: all gay. And that guy had a
1: slip disc too on the right if you could see that. You
0: think so? W- yeah, one of his that? hips
1: is a little higher. I have you that. that. Dysplasia. <laughs> And it's popular in uh, people that have that, and also Australian. Um, Do you think he's just like
0: standing on something? That could be like just a stop. Image no, you of could a tell he was moving fine.
1: It seems like he feels self-conscious about his legs. He has some pants. It's obviously like hot out there. <laughs> you don't think so?
0: Maybe right? Like he can't squat anymore.
1: Right? Oh yeah, dude, I'm in that bad back club, man. It's hard once you what get happened? that. I just had a. I just. I think God just put like a weak spine in me, and so <laughs> when I was like twenty seven I was paint I was painting a wall and I leaned for like maybe 40 minutes leaning out with a paint thing mm-hmm. and when I leaned back in my back wasn't right anymore that was it and it's been bad ever since really yeah I'd have part of my vertebrae somebody this man took it out at Cedar Sinai a man he took it out yeah
0: what did he do with it did you know him first did No, you I talk? met him through
1: insurance <laughs> but he got it and they and I've I've been it's been hit or miss since then what's he doing with it oh I don't know so I you can't afford it? to go back and see him again. It's $7,500 so you can go talk to him. Really? Like, Just fuck, to talk yeah. to him. It's like, I got weasel. That's, a, that's, a, scam. that's a scam. That's a scam.
0: You want to talk to me? You sit on that side of the desk and give me $7,500. Your time starts now.
3: Yeah, i got to take a piece of your back now. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. it. Okay, next person. Is it like a disc or a piece of the actual bone? Like, what was it?
1: It's a disc. They got photos of it. I don't know if they're real, you know? That's the crazy part
0: moon landing.
1: Well, here's the dude. Here's the crazy put
0: you under and said, yeah, we fixed it, bro. Give me that money.
1: Oh, 100 (laughs) percent. And then in my head, you know, because I'm probably about 60 percent gullible. 60. Yeah, I think so. The more I've looked back at my life and kind of charted out when I've been gullible and when I haven't. What's the biggest
0: one that you look back and go, how the fuck did I believe that?
1: Um, I would say probably. You know, overall religion. Probably when I were look you back.
0: super religious when you were a kid,
1: I wasn't super religious, but I You know, I just wanted it all like everything like in the Bible. you know, I just wanted it to be real Yeah, I guess I wanted it to be real or it just made it hard. It made it tough for some other things You know, you're like first it was like fuck I gotta remember all this shit like I can't remember I'm not gonna be able to be Accepted by God or something because I can't even remember what's in this book, you know Like I'm gonna need to hire a tutor just to be go to heaven you know, like, because the Bible is, bro, it's not the best book. Well, you know, it was
0: really good when it was written. Yeah. But it's like, try to watch a movie from the 1930s. You'd be it, like, look at this corny fucking acting. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nine <laughs> chapters about livestock. Like, it gets, <laughs> it gets, <laughs> it is gets it hell, really? It gets hella risque in the I middle. I haven't
0: really read the whole thing cover to cover, and I haven't read any of it in a long time. Yeah. I read it when I was in. When I was in, I guess I was, I was living in Florida, so I was 11. Oh, that's a good and time to read they handed out in school. And I remember my parents being a little disturbed by it. Because I had gone from uh, Catholic school in the first grade. <clears throat> my mom split up with my dad. My mom shacked up with my stepdad, who was a hippie. She kind of became a bit of a hippie, too. And we fell way out of religion. So the, the Catholic church and all that stuff was a thing of the past.
1: Was that pretty cool? The hippie stepdad? Uh, yeah,
0: he's a good guy. Very nice guy. Um, it was weird, you know He had long hair and shit Like yeah. long hair, like down to the middle of his back And so like, like That's
1: crazy, would you ever like see him from behind And, and think it was like a woman or something from far no, away No,
0: because he was muscular You know, he looked like a man Yeah, But he was a man with long hair Yeah But, um, you know uh, When I was in high school Well, not high school, I guess it was in uh, Grade school So what is 11, What what grade is that?
1: Depends fifth on grade, how smart you are, fifth, really.
0: Grade, yeah. Fifth grade? Yeah, depends on how smart you are. You know what I was reading? This is how great. Ronan Farrow, you know, Woody Allen and um, The guy who wrote Farrow's. that article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not really Woody Allen's kid, by the way. <clears throat> Look at that kid. Look at Frank Sinatra. Holla at your boy! Okay. Same. Holla at your boy! <laughs> that kid is Frank Sinatra's kid. 1,001 <laughs> million percent. Because Mia Farrow used to bang Frank Sinatra.
1: Oh really? They had
0: a freak look, I know look, come on. Get the fuck out of here. Look at the two of them. First of all, handsome man. That Ronan Farrell. Handsome man. Yeah. That is god damn it. That is Frank fucking Sinatra's kid. One billion trillion percent. You better stay the fuck away from Twenty Three and Me. Look at out that.
1: You. Yeah, look at that one, bro. Twenty Three and Me will just send back the song "New York, New York." I think. Um,
0: when he was eleven, this is how wow. smart this guy is. When he was eleven, he was taking college courses. Oh my god. Eleven. Nerd alert. That's what I read. Make sure that's true. I don't want to. I want to write an article get... about me. Spitting <laughs> bad information. But <clears throat> so they had a freak relationship anyway. When they were together. That was their only biological kid, and it's not really their biological kid. Why not? Because it's fucking Frank Sinatra's kid.
3: Oh, they're Ronan Farrow
0: started college at age 11. Wow. He says he fell apart while pursuing the Harvey Weinstein story.
1: Whoa. What do you mean he fell apart?
0: Probably because it was so dark.
1: Oh, I see what was, saying. I
0: mean, come on, man. Do you remember before that story came out? Everybody the- knew that guy was a creep, right? But it was like this thing about like like Mordor You know, like he lives, you know, lived in Sauron, lives under the rock somewhere. Everybody knew he was a creep. Everybody had heard stories. But this guy, he graduated at 15 (laughs) from college? Oh, my God. Why does it keep saying the son of Mia Farrow and Woody Allen? It should say wink, wink,
1: nudge, nudge. But that's crazy that they're trying to push that so much, you know, the son of Mia Farrow and Woody Allen. Well, he was raised by them.
0: For a little while until Woody started banging his sister.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yeah, that's a freak household.
1: And then, um, it's the dark arts out here. Hollywood's got the darkest arts, bro. They lived in New York. Well, even New York Hollywood. Because some of it's the same
0: thing. New York Hollywood. Hollywood is just show business.
1: Yeah, show business. That's what I mean.
3: Well,
0: there's definitely something to that because how about that composer that turned out to be even more of a fucking asshole than Harvey Weinstein? There's this one composer that was just fucking all these young boys and if you didn't fuck him and they just they recently got rid of him But he was just running things Through sex and you know, he just basically had a sex cult going on find out who the fuck that guy was, but he was a cherished famous loved composer and it turned out this this dude was just running the freak show behind was the scenes. He being dirty? just Not just being dirty, but that was the way to get in. And if this guy shut you down, you were shut down forever. Oh. You weren't working anymore.
1: So he was like the gatekeeper. He was like a kind of. like Harvey Weinstein like of Harvey music. Like Harvey
0: Weinstein. Like what Harvey Weinstein was doing to those actresses is he would try to fuck them. They'd get mad at him, and he would blackball them. He would say, "You're not working anymore. Mm. You're too difficult to work with." And then he would shut their careers down. All these different these different women found out, like when they their careers fell apart, they found out that was going on. There he is. What happened? What happened?
1: See, that's dirty, man. Oh, him, huh?
0: Yeah, from the Met, James Levine, Mm. sexual abuse claims. Yeah. Well, this is from December of 2017, but that has been it's been. There's recent stuff. Put up, pull up uh, sexual abuse James Levine because the, the more recent stuff is like much more confirmed. Like a bunch of people came out. And
1: we had a dude in our neighborhood <coughs> named uh, Mr. Langenstein. He used to invite us over to uh, chill out and shit, but we didn't know he was that he was a pedophile. But
0: You didn't know? How'd no. you find out?
1: He ended up going to jail for it. So you were hanging out with him for a while and you didn't know? Yeah, we met him at school. We thought he was just this cool old dude who liked to smoke pot, right, with children. Yeah. And one time he bought us some steaks because he would like, you know, treat us nice, you know, and be, he would take us, he took us to Marilyn Manson, me and my best friend. He took us to really? Marilyn Manson. We were like 15. We couldn't even get in. It was an 18-year-old show. And how old was he? He was probably 70. Wow. So, and he had like a red convertible, you know, and that's, everybody wants to be in a convertible. <laughs> and so we got in and we went and um anyway he you know he would he got us some steaks one time and the steak come with baked potato side item so we had uh sour cream on the on the baked potatoes and my buddy was in uh and my buddy was in the kitchen and he said hey i'm out of um sour cream can i have some of yours and i said no but you can have some of my sweet cream you know just making like a joke about semen Right, and then big Langenstein, the dude goes, "Can I have some?" And that's when all the fucking wheels turned.
0: And you realized, yeah, oh no,
1: I'm just sitting there with a mouthful of potato, like fuck. And I thought he was just a nice man.
0: And <clears throat> You were thinking that this this whole time he was just setting you up.
1: Yeah, and my buddy, that was the biggest thing. I was so concerned. Like, I'd brought like four of my friends over there, and I was like, "What has been going on?" I had a similar situation.
0: A guy named Walter yeah we used to go fishing and he uh would run around the pond <clears throat> and he was um he mentally handicapped no no he was a he was a teacher and he got fired we you know he was trying to explain to us that he had uncon unconventional teaching methods and that they didn't understand his teaching methods and that they fired him
1: Oh, so then he's like the—he's like the—he's like the—he
0: was a very smart guy,
1: right? And to and, kids, he probably seemed like the cool guy because he's oh, like yeah. unconventional.
0: And he was always jogging, you know—he was always always jogging around this park.
1: Oh yeah, that's a gay sport. And he would
0: sit—he <laughs> would, sit, would come by and hang out with us. So we'd be fishing, <clears throat> we'd be hanging out at the spot, and he'd come by, sit with us for a little bit, and then take off. So we became friends with this guy, dude. I went over his house once, and uh, I'll never forget—I ate at his house. It was just me and him too, and he didn't do anything, but. Went to the bathroom, and uh, I guess I was 13, somewhere around there. Somewhere around 13 wow, at the time. Wow, that's
1: a wild age. It's a susceptible age. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And I,
0: uh, I went to use the bathroom, and I peed, and I guess he was in the bathroom with me. And afterwards, he said something to me. He goes, uh, he had this weird way of talking like this. And he's like, I didn't know you were so developed. And I was like, what? And I was, I was thinking about it. I'm like... He's talking about Damn. my dick, but he wasn't flirting with me. It wasn't weird. It just was like he was just talking about the, my dick being developed, you
1: know, like a curator, like an art curator. or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just it wasn't un, it was weird, but it wasn't dangerous. But then it got dangerous because well, I'd been friends with this guy for months, right for months. We had been going fishing and he had been coming to this lake. There was two places. There was, a, there was um, Jamaica Pond. which is, it was all, in, all this was in Jamaica Plain. And so there was Jamaica Pond was this one spot, and there was another pond that was nearby that was a smaller place mm-hmm. that was more secluded, but it had, like, good pickerel fishing. Pickerel's like a small northern pike-looking creature. Mm-hmm. And so I was fishing there. And <coughs> pickerel. Sorry, I can't stop coughing. So he shows up drunk. That's when it got really weird. And he told me he loved me. And, uh... Like, how did he say it? Did he say it? He Yeah, he said it like he was behind me, like, sitting down, and oh I was fishing. God, dude. And this is making me feel nervous. he goes, nervous. uh... He goes, you know, Joey, you know I love you. And he was, like, probably in his 60s, right? And I go, I like you too, man. I was, like, weirded out. I didn't know what to do because he was drunk. Like, definitely drunk. goes, yeah. no, there can be no love without sex. Cheaper. That's what he said. And I went, what? And I remember I had a... a swiss army knife in my pocket and i put my hand on the swiss army knife and uh i remember saying something like man you better leave me the fuck alone like something along those lines wow like, i didn't pull the knife out because i was 13 years old he was a pretty big guy i was like even if i pull this knife out am i really going to be able to stab him, or this him guy 70 gonna, or 80 times is this guy gonna beat me to death and fuck me you know what's gonna happen here but he left me alone he left me alone, but then he wrote a letter to my house. So he found out where I lived.
1: Dang. Yeah. And he probably had to get drunk to come there and do that, to be able to even say yep. that to you.
0: Yep. That's probably why he did it. Like he was probably trying to figure out a way to work his way up to molesting me. Trying to figure out sickness. how to do it. So I think that's probably why he got fired from school.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you feel a little bit bad that he had... Did I let him on? No. <laughs> 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 Dang, Doug, I was so cute. Cool. I was a little cute even I was him be a handsome kid. But did you feel a little bit bad that he had kind of taken advantage of like, like fuck, like now we can't kind of be friend, like you know, like? Well, do you think any of that was?
0: I did enjoy talking to
1: him because he was
0: telling me about things. Like he knew a lot of things about life. He was definitely a very educated guy. So before the drunken weirdness. And just the general, he just got more, the more comfortable he got with us, the more I realized that this guy was, he was attracted to children. Yeah. And he was trying to fight it off, I think, you know. I think a lot of people that are pedophiles are extremely embarrassed by it.
1: Oh, it's a sickness, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's something anybody chooses to do unless they're, you know, trying to start like a track team or something, like maybe in the Philippines or something, (laughs) you know.
0: Well, I I ran to my friend Josh, and I I told him immediately, because Josh used to go fishing with me, and we both knew that guy and I explained to him the whole deal and he was like fuck. And so he was scared too. He was like, dude, I'm going to stab that fucking guy. And Josh went extra hard. He went extra hard like all aggression yeah. and anger because his parents were lesbians. Oh. He had two parents who were lesbians, so he wanted so I think he wanted me to know that he wasn't gay. Right. Even though his mom was gay. Right, you know what I mean, so he, he was got, like, "Oh, I'll be fuck it. that faggot," you know yeah. that kind of shit. Like, whoa,
1: down, yeah. This gate, yeah, yeah. This has to stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. he was
1: like, sh- like sh- fucking Super shining hard a sword up in his Letting garage. Know,
0: that is not happening. Yeah, he, I don't think he called him a faggot. I think I, I made that up. I don't. I literally barely remember because I was thirteen. I do remember him saying that though. That there could be no love without sex. Because I remember, like, what?
1: That's crazy. What a gateway line, too, dude. If you're a pedophile, <laughs> like. I'm glad Um, I don't have that that ailment, man. Because that's got to be so tough to be, you know, hanging around kids and also like, you know, want to like, you know, talk to them about dates or stuff.
0: Well, it's the incurable one too. Like, there's no cure for that. Like, there's no. I mean, unless they can rewire your your brain with ayahuasca and ibogaine and electric shock therapy. I don't know. I mean, the the recidivism rate is super high. For people that are child molesters?
1: What does that mean? People that do it again? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, it's really high. When kids are...
0: It's also something you can't even talk about. Like, say, imagine if you have, like, a mental illness that makes you uh, prone to violent outbursts, but you got it under control and you never actually hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you never actually hurt anybody, but you understand that you have this problem, so you take medication and people go, good for you. You know, I go to therapy. I have anger management issues, but I go to therapy. People are like, oh, that's cool, man. Cool, you keep it under wrap. But if you say, I want to fuck kids, but I never have. Yeah. No way. No way, dude. Everybody wants to put a bullet in your brain. Yep. You can't work here. You, you can't, can't shop here. Yeah. I, I don't do it, but I want to. You're like, what? What? You want to? Yeah, but I don't do it Because I know it's wrong Like, pfft, not good enough
1: Yeah, yeah That's not, not gonna fly Not good enough Because we all wanna have kids And like, our, you know yeah. We all wanna procreate And that really I think that, that just Yeah That's gonna irk anybody that wants Scares people
0: Yeah It's the scariest thing ever The thing that you Could leave your kids out And someone could snatch them up And fuck them and kill them And they kill them a lot of times Because they don't want the kids to tell
1: I know Darn. Darkness. It's the worst, man. Darkness. And then, yeah, <clears throat> I can't imagine that, dude. I remember one time, I never had anything like that happen, but I took some mushrooms one time to a uh, party in high school because I grew up in an area where you could just get mushrooms. I mean, psychedelic mushrooms grew on everything. they grew grow on your fucking cousin's back if you took a long enough nap, you know? <laughs> and you could, Where'd you grow up? They in they Louisiana. They
0: grew, grew everywhere out there? Oh, they
1: grew everywhere because everybody had something shitting in their yard, and then it would rain every single day for about a half hour, right? Wow. So it was just... I mean, you see people picking them and eating them and families out there enjoying them in the afternoon. I mean, it was everybody was. Oh, it was psychedelic heaven. So we would ride out and go get them. I remember one time getting a trash bag of probably about thirty five pounds of mushrooms. Right. So we picked all day. And one time a golden retriever came running at us across this field and we thought he was pissed because we were tripping and then he got to us. We ran for like a half mile. <laughs> he got to us finally. <laughs> we're crawling away from him thinking he's evil and he just fucking loved us and licked us. A mean golden retriever. Yeah, we fucking thought he was mean, bro. That's hilarious. Because the hair, his hair was kind of slick back.
0: Oh, like an evil golden retriever.
1: Yeah, like in that movie, Sometimes They Come Back. Have you ever seen that? That Stephen King movie? Yes. It was kind of like that kind of hair. Oh, but, but that's our uh,
0: a like pet cemetery.
1: Which one sometimes they come back um the, you know it's about men that show up back at a high school And they'd all died years earlier in a car accident and they show back up. It's like a Stephen King one I think when it was just made for TV out? when did that one come out It maybe 18 years ago.
0: Has there ever been a dude who wrote more awesome horror movies and books than Stephen fucking King?
1: No, no Not that he's... published them unless somebody just has them all at their house. Sometimes they come back. Yeah,
0: he I mean he's the king of those kind of movies, man? Yeah. Not even close.
1: Tim, what's his name was in it? Tim Matheson, Matheson who I interviewed one time. Wow. Really nice man. You did? Mm-hmm. What'd you interview him for? He had a new movie coming out. I can't remember what it was called, but Sweet Man. I bet he got a p- lot of puss over the years, but he didn't talk about it.
0: Because <laughs> he's got that
1: safe man look. <clears throat> safe man look? I think with... a lot of ladies will. Yeah, he's got that, that kind of sexy, but also safe
0: that Matt Lauer look.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's got that Matt Lauer. You think Matt Lauer's dirty? Well, he's definitely dirty. He got caught. <sighs> See? He's got that cheap Michael <clears throat> Landon. He's got that cheap <clears throat> Michael Landon going Hansel. right there.
0: He looks like he could be a little bit Native American, right? Looks like a Ellen maybe DeGeneres
1: a little... right there. Looks like a little bit of a guy who <laughs> might have a little bit of lesbian in <laughs> there. The
3: smile.
1: Yeah, a little, little Ellen
0: smile. DeGeneres with the smile. There's the Animal House picture above it. Oh, man. How good was he in Animal House? So good. What a movie that was! I watched that again a few years back. I hadn't seen it in forever. Fuck, that was a good movie. But there's some shit in that movie you could never get away with today. Now, never. There's the scene where the girls passed out, and th- what whose character was it? John Belushi? Ball- no, it was whose character was thinking about fucking her while she was blacked out? You remember that scene? Mm-mm. There's a scene in it. Yeah, the girl, she takes her gum off, she pulls her bra, who's that guy? Why do chicks always have gum
1: in their mouth before they're about to fuck? You ever notice that?
0: Oh, they don't want bad breath. Yeah. So uh, there's the devil on his shoulder, and then the angel's on his other shoulder. She she blacks out with her titties out, and the devil's like, fuck her, squeeze her tits, fuck her, fuck her brains out. And then the angel's like, don't do it, don't do it. But the fact that this is in a movie where they're essentially debating whether or not he should rape her. Now she was willing to have sex with him just moments ago, but she's clearly unconscious and clearly not able to consent I mean she was blacked the fuck out. She's she was totally down for it. So he's holding on to cotton which was was inside of her her bra And she just blacked out and fell asleep kabonk And her titties popped out. You would never have this scene in a movie today. Mm -hmm. People would be outraged They would they would say the direct you are Roman Polanski you piece of shit You're a fucking molester. You're a monster. You're an abuser.
1: Yeah, but do you think that still still Mm. happens, though? Well, that kind of thing definitely happens,
0: for sure. People do all... Murder. Murder still happens. There was a school shooting today in Texas. Yeah. I mean, horrible things happen. But the point is, like, that kind of scene in a movie, in a comedy movie, you could never do today.
1: But they say that art... So that makes me think, like, they say art imitates life. But if it doesn't really imitate life anymore, then it's just... Are we are we you know it just right. Yeah, like what are we making well,
0: the thing is it in a comedy? When and that's the the lead of the story or one of the heroes of the story that guy in that scene mm-hmm. You would not want the hero of the story to do something so horrific and something that you can laugh at Because you would have to be judging him by his crime, and we
2: all agree that that's a crime now. What is this? I see it's from meatballs
0: What does this have to do with
2: anything same, Well, as it gets in here Bill Murray starts doing the same kind of thing with the girl? <coughs> oh, that's a girl. Oh, oh, he's trying to rape her.
0: Well, he's trying to be sexually aggressive. Is that what it well, is? They were wrestling yeah. around.
2: But
1: yeah. yeah, sexually yeah. aggressive is the new is the thing.
0: Like he was throwing himself at her, and she got out of the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. dude, I won't even jerk off. I, I drive out to Riverside to jerk off, man. You can't even jerk off in L.A. anymore without having a lawyer on retainer. I feel like. <laughs> My nuts are on contingency. I feel really? like I, have,
0: I just feel like it's so dangerous. Could you imagine if it, it turns out? That you're some sort of a sex criminal for jerking off to a certain type of thing Like what if you're into <laughs> What if they find out you're into girls getting tied up
1: And jerk off to videos of girls getting tied up and fucked Like what kind of tied up like scary or like fucking like I uh,
0: even like D- S&M shit Just like let's just do Like mild. Boy Scouts of like America type it. of shit I was reading this thing about this guy who got arrested for child porn They wanted him for something else They caught him and arrested him for child porn and like there's also some suspicion attached to it <clears the throat> accusations, mm-hmm. but all you have to have is Have child porn you don't have to be a child molester You just have to have the images
1: and you're a bad guy,
0: and you're, you're the worst you're going to jail Like it's one of the few things mm. you could have on your laptop They can go over your house la- your house They check Theo von's laptop and there's a hundred videos from Isis and them chopping dudes heads off with dull knives Stabbing in the neck, shooting them, lighting them on fire. Mm. Nothing happens to you Nothing One video of a kid that looks underage getting fucked and you're going to jail Just a video not you doing anything, but you being in possession of that kind of crime So we we make big differentiations, right? We Mm -hmm. really clearly differentiate between some crimes that you can have on your computer in a video form like murder which you could download on Live Leak or a hundred different websites, right?
1: You can get videos of people getting murdered. Yeah, and you can watch it almost every night on television, like in a <laughs> kind of specially packaged way, where it really is about the murder, but it's not. You know, in yeah, all can these watch shows, the
0: fake stuff. Yeah, you watch fake stuff. I mean, you can definitely definitely watch fake rape too. There's f- rape in movies where you know it's horrific scenes, but if you have that on your computer and it's child porn, you are going to jail. It's one of the only things.
1: What if it's drawings of that? That's a good question. There's a there's a real debate about that because... Because there's naked children in the 1800s. They had all those paintings of naked children dancing in the fucking woods, in the sky, with yeah. flutes. Remember those guys with mm-hmm. flutes? But that's different because those naked children
0: weren't being portrayed in a sexual way. They were just free. They just didn't have any clothes on. You know what I mean? They, no one was fucking them.
1: But you're telling me that a guy who likes kids <laughs> isn't looking at those naked kids with a flute and thinking wildness?
0: Well, he can think wildness, but it's not being... Specifically designed to okay. excite.
1: I see what you Arouse
0: you. Whereas pornography with children is, you know, like there is a debate about what is the rule about animated child pornography. Because I think, but I think that it's illegal as well. But it's, sh- yeah, you don't want to Google. He's what scared of What the fuck am I supposed to
1: Google for? <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> Google. That's a Jamie Varner way. goes to jail. <laughs> Jamie's the fall guy. Jamie Varner goes of jo- to jail. All of Joe's thoughts. Jamie's yeah, on trial. yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they
0: get his laptop. They go, no, no, no. I work for Joe Rogan.
1: Joe's like, He's, I was just brainstorming. I'm just
0: spitballing <laughs> ideas, folks. I'm part of the American dream. Throw this away after that. Yeah, that we need to take that in the fucking back. and I'll shoot it with arrows. <laughs>
1: Dude, it gets scary. I used to be on drugs sometimes and I would, you know, you get on the internet and you're not looking at anything super crazy, but you're like, you know, you wonder if like pornography sites or when they say teen, like it's, that stuff gets so dark, man. If you get yeah, yeah.
0: you look for teen. Like what does teen mean? You know, it's just scary. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a five year gap. 13 is crazy illegal, horrible darkness. 18 is like, Ooh, he just made it under the wire. Yeah. Just under the wire. Seventeen's illegal. Sixteen's illegal. Fifteen's really illegal. 14 is super illegal. Jesus. 13 is fucking crazy illegal. Dang. 12 is you're a monster. You're a monster if you're 12. This if is like Hot Ones. It's like that show
1: old. Hot Ones, but for like ch- children. You know, have you ever seen that show where they're eating the hot wings and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Do you guys remember
0: when uh, Tracy Lords came out and said she did all of her porn before the age of 18? Oh. Tracy Lords was, like, one of the hottest porn stars of all time. Mm-hmm. I met her, and I had her. I hosted a television show, and she was one of the guests. It was a show on VH1 called The List. And um, Rick James was on it. Rob Halford from Judas Priest was on it. Meatloaf was on it. I, I talked to a lot of people on that show. I did a whole week, a whole week of episodes way back in the day. Fun? Yeah, it was fun. Um, but anyway, Tracy Lords. When she was like 16, became like the
1: biggest porn star in the world. And they let her do it?
0: I think she lied. I think uh-huh. she lied about her age. And then <clears throat> she only did one porn film when she was 18. It's the only one that you can get now. Just one. When she became legal.
1: Do you, uh, I bet somebody had that. Oh, that's illegal.
0: Get rid of that. Tracy Lord's bottomless rear view. Get that out of there. That's an, that's an illegal photo, son. That's a sick. a lot of those photos of her online are illegal. Because, like, you could still find the illegal porn. It's just they didn't label it, you know. But every, there was, like, one video she did mm. when she was 18. It's and the, the only one. I,
1: I try to stay off of pornography, man. That's one of my biggest arch nemesis is <laughs> uh, pornography. Why? Because it just weakens me it just yeah how so I put all my sexual you know my fantasies and stuff they're not mine anymore you know they live you know somebody created them better than my imagination can and so they live in these you know on the internet in these boxes and it's like and if it's not mine I think then it's I don't value it as much or something and so I think it it like weakens my ability to like be able to have sex and like be comfortable in that sort of world and really oh yeah yeah weakens your ability to be comfortable
0: like how so
1: well because i get used to watching the sex and seeing it and not having to like be engaged with my actual feelings or anything so then i see it and i still get all the joys out of it you know i'm still out there ejacking and you know (laughs) spraying out natural but it's I don't get any. I don't have any of the feelings attached to it. So then, when I am engaging with somebody that I care about or something, it just doesn't calculate for me emotionally as well. Hmm. Um, and that's not maybe that's just me, uh, but it does. It's definitely made it tougher for me over the years. Because um, I would have a date set up with a nice girl, and next thing you know I'm walking through the house and I start thinking about, you know, a little bit of pussy or something, and well, then some tits or something. Or I'll okay. even see a fucking. I'll see a pregnant puppy and see those nipples or something and next, you know, you're on the internet jerking off and then you oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Or like a, you what? know what I'm saying? Anything, <laughs> anything could lead a man to a jack preg- off.
0: A pregnant puppy could make you think about human nipples. Is that what you're saying? And you're not like getting excited about the puppy.
1: No, no, I don't do anything. I don't, I don't believe in bestiality or anything like that. But I think if you, you but, don't
0: believe it exists. I <laughs> believe it exists,
1: bro. <laughs> they caught a dude near me one time with a lamb. No, which almost sounds beautiful when you just say right.
0: it. Yeah, the lions lay with the lambs.
1: Yeah, but I don't think when you say
0: near you, you mean in Hollywood. No, no, no. You mean when you were a kid in Louisiana? Yeah, yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> they got a lot of people out there
0: uh, <laughs> on those fucking natural born mushrooms. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, <I> know.
1: <laughs> Oh, I never told you the end of that. Oh, sorry. So no, I took that bag of mushrooms to that party right. and a bunch of people ate them who'd never had them before. Uh-oh. And then we played a game of hide and go seek, right? I was like, "Oh, no. oh dude.
0: You <laughs> hide in another dimension." <laughs> I was like,
1: "I'll count. You guys go hide, right?" Oh no. And I never went to fucking look for. Them. <laughs> <laughs> That was the end of that, bro. I never seen one dude. This boy Timothy, I never seen that dude again. Um, People get but, lost in the woods, man. Maybe they got eaten. Oh yeah, maybe they ended up in another realm. You know, they
0: could have like Stranger Things. Yeah, ever see that show?
1: Oh yeah, the first season I saw it. Phenomenal show. But I don't like that pornography.
0: Oh. And I think thing. it's
1: I think it should be shut down, man. For real. Yeah, because I think it's killing like a lot of, I think it's, I think it's harming a lot of men, man. I really, really do.
0: Do you think that booze should be shut down? Should we make booze illegal? Because that's killing a lot of men too.
1: No, but I think eventually we'll kind of evolve out of booze as it's not like something that, it's not the hip drug that it once was.
0: Yeah, but it's still like a social lubricant.
1: That's a good point.
0: You know, makes people feel more comfortable talking to each other, loosens inhibitions. It's fun. Like what is that uh, that ancient quote about wine? You know, your tongue becoming more lively.
1: People love wine, and women love wine too, especially divorcees. If you see them, yeah, you like wine. I I used to live with these rich people for a while, and they always had wine. Boy,
0: (laughs) why do divorcees like wine?
1: I don't know, but when when one of her friends would get divorced, they'd come over and just drink wine. And they'd lay on the couch. One of them tried to hook up with me on the trampoline. Of course one she time. Did. And I remember the wine, dad used to, to masturbate at night over there. This is when speaking of pornography, the dad used to masturbate at night and I would sneak out there in the kitchen. This is back when the family you had like a family computer, you know, and right. it was in one part of the house. Right. And I'd try to sneak to the refrigerator and get some chips or something. Oh. Or get something. Olives or something. <clears throat> And he would uh, be over there by himself, just in the fucking bone Spank zone. Him. Oh, just where well, you can't even hear. You're so intent on the screen, you can't even fucking hear. Whoa! You could have your grandparents on each side of your and head. You, you caught him? Oh, I'd see him. I wouldn't watch for long, but and I you would... watch watching
0: s- through the window.
1: No, I'd sneak out to the kitchen because the computer was kind of in the kitchen. They had a nice house. Right. And the computer, I'd have to elbow crawl over to the fridge. <laughs> then, bro, I would have to open the fridge a little, reach in with my hand and press that light thing so the light right. wouldn't come on. Then open the door the rest of the way and fish for a snack. And he's over there just in the glow of that screen, bro. And that's back when the monitors were big, you know, and he's just over there just fucking looking for the devil. And he ended up getting divorced And I think a lot of it was because of that Well what was his wife like? Was she a wonderful sweet woman? Or was she annoying? I think she might have been a little bit Annoying? Business centric sometimes Business centric? A little too much How so? Yeah maybe just too business centric What does that mean? Just too, too Yeah she might have been a little too demanding But then if he's up for an hour and a half each night out there You know <clears throat> Looking at it all, right, and he comes back to the bedroom. Then you don't feel as desirable. I I the question know.
0: is, what came first, the chicken or the egg? For what? Well, for them, was she annoying first, and he started beating off, or was I think he, he had it? In was him. he beat <laughs> the
1: devil? I think he had, he had a bit that, of it in him. He had, that devil yeah. in him. <laughs> yeah.
3: he had that devil in him, Theo.
0: I could see it in his eyes. He was talking to me, just hoping I'd go to sleep. He would drug me, but not to have sex with me. He would drug me so that he could freely masturbate. He'd <laughs> yeah. leave his socks on. He wouldn't even take his pants off. He was an he animal. He put a hat on. He was an yeah. animal. <laughs>
1: The worst is if you're jerking off with a hat on, bro. You're going to hell, a I think. fedora. Yeah,
3: that's
1: the worst, bro. That's the most French thing you can do.
0: <clears throat> Jacking off with them straw
1: Kentucky Derby hats. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst hat to jack off? The worst think? hat to jack Probably off? Probably a to... top hat because you have to balance yourself right. while you're jerking right. off. Yeah.
0: One of them fucking chimney sweep hats. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs>
1: The best would be uh, one of those Chinese hats, bro. Because if you squat down low enough to the ground, you can almost hide under it and jerk off. <laughs> <you know? laughs> those things would be dope, bro.
0: The most confusing would be like one of them Daniel Boone raccoon hats. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, but <laughs> you got that tail in your eye. <laughs> you pushed it. Yeah. You're blowing <laughs> the, ta- the tails in the way. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of my way with this tail. Ugh. <laughs> Right about the finish, you get distracted by the tail. Goddamn! <laughs> 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 Choking up, yeah. dusty coon fur.
1: <laughs> and it's hard to ejaculate when you're breathing yeah. out real fast. You right. Know? Yeah. It's yeah. more of an it's more of a intake sport. Yeah. But I don't like him man. you think it's healthy for people because I feel like you kind of like, you know, you lead, lead a lot of men and like their aspirations to, you know, control their beings and stuff. And these are just some of my weird interpretations, but, you know, to try and be on top of themselves in some ways and, you know, stay focused on 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 controlling themselves in positive ways, you know, like mm-hmm. staying fit and expanding their minds and thinking, you know, and not yeah. falling into easy traps,
0: having discipline.
1: That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yes. I think that it's definitely important to have discipline. But I think that if you're a person, like, say, if you're not in a relationship, you're not getting any sex and you're horny and it's confusing and it's distracting, Mm -hmm. it becomes a big distraction. Like, if you're if you're horny and you're busy and you don't have anybody you're dating, you don't want to hook up with someone you don't like just so you could have sex with them. We've all been there before. Right. Yeah. Have you ever had girls that you. We were friends with or you dated, and the only reason why you dated them was for the sex, and they had annoyed the shit out of you, and you couldn 't wait to get the fuck away from them yeah
1: tiffany 's this girl i 'm thinking about
0: Tell me about tiffany
1: she had kind of side, like too much i don 't want to say sideburns, but she had a lot of <laughs> You know, some girls don't low. know how to ride them. Oh, uh, they were a little.
0: They went down the cheek where it got confusing.
1: Dude, an extra quarter inch on a female sideburn is way too it's a much. It's That
0: extra quarter inch is a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it makes you think about.
0: <coughs> and if she cuts it, you're like, well, if you let it go, what would happen? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> she's really in that tripping? hit or miss range on that side mm. hair. Mm. And so, yeah, she had some family issues. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking about when you were saying that I, I interrupted you.
0: No, everybody guy's had that before. Most likely and some guys wind up marrying those girls because they don't want to be alone like sex for a lot of people is a requirement like a physical Biological requirement like your body is constantly producing sperm mm-hmm. you need sex if you spend time not having sex You spend a month two months three months you get fucking desperate. Yeah, and a lot of guys wind up just shacking up with some gal just because they know they could have sex with her. And meanwhile, they don't even like each other, and they hate each other. And it winds up being a terrible, dysfunctional relationship, but she's basically your drug dealer. That drug is pussy. Wow. She's dealing out that pussy for you. And you just got to have this weird, creepy, dysfunctional relationship with her. One thing that pornography does that's good, and I'm not saying all pornography, but just regular pornography, like two guys, uh, you know, like, uh, that are... Just living their
1: lives Where like in like Chicago?
0: I mean anywhere, but I'm saying like I'm I'm giving you two separate scenarios Okay, two guys are delivering their lives one guy says I can't take this anymore I got to get a girl, you know I got to get any girl and he winds up with this girl that turns out to be a nightmare and she's a disaster The devil it just doesn't work out and He's just doing it because he needs sex and the other guy goes and says you know what? I'm just gonna watch a little porn and I'll beat off I'll just look at that girl, those big tits. Oh, yeah, I'm like, whoo, I got it out of my system. Now I can concentrate on my life, my career. And if I meet somebody, I won't be so needy. I won't have this like massive requirement to be sexually stimulated and touched. Yeah, I'll I'll be free of that monkey on my back, and I can just get to know them. <clears throat> so yeah. I, just, I used to always, I used to have a bit in my act. It's a good point. I used to have a bit in my act about like if you have any critical decisions in your life. This is my advice: jerk off first, then think about it because there has been ma- I I've, I've had this happen in my life where I was about to go on a date with a girl mm-hmm. and I jerked off instead and I was like what am I thinking? I don't want to go on a date with her. She's yeah. annoying. I don't like anything about her. I don't I can't talk to her about anything. Like the only reason why I'm doing this is cuz she's got a big ass. That's the only reason. Yeah. But if you jerk off first, you don't you don't go through all that
1: yeah I did for yeah I guess for me it became addictive where I would just do that every time and then I was just at home for five years and didn't you know go do any dates or anything that's definitely not good right and so that's yeah I guess that's the difference if you get addicted to it and you find that it's just a repeat pattern, so you're not spending time with people at all
0: yeah, I don't think it's without value I don't think that Looking at naked people having sex, which is arousing and that feels good I don't think that's without value But I think there's definitely a danger in like immediate access to pornography and today <coughs> Today it's the most immediate access because you get it on your phone. Oh, you can get it. Yeah You pull up your laptop open it up type in some words you porn com, blah, blah blah and next thing you know You're beaten off. It's yeah. so easy. And this has never been the case before. I mean, it's it's unlike any other time period in, in human history and uh when you have instant access to things, you can abuse it. Just like people abuse food. If you have a cabinet that is just filled with candy and chips, chocolate bars, and soda in the refrigerator, if you're just one of those people that can't help themselves, you don't have any discipline, you would just eat all that shit all day long and get fat. And yeah. that is just as much of an addiction as someone who has access to porn all the time and just beats off all the time. Or someone who has access to booze and just wants to get fucked up every day. All those things are okay, though, if, in moderation, if you have discipline. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a bag of M&Ms every now and then for a fucking... Like, I feel like having some M&Ms. Who gives a shit? I work out all the time. I eat my vegetables. I like peanut M&Ms. Yeah. Oh, those are my favorite. They're good, huh? And you kind of trick yourself. I'm getting a little protein. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. They kinda put that trick gets, in the middle. Getting some healthy fats yeah. with that peanut. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I get... No, that's a you good point. You know what point. I'm saying? I just feel like we're we're at the point, for me, it seems like... Where the temptation is too powerful, where it's starting to overpower whatever – for me, it was whatever my natural abilities to defend against it were. Well,
0: you're sober, right? Yeah. And how long have you been sober?
1: Almost two years. And so before
0: you were sober, you weren't sober. Right. And you had a little bit of a problem, which is why you became sober. Yeah. So you might have just natural inclinations towards addiction, which I definitely think are real. And I think they – those natural inclinations exist a lot of times in guys like you and me, because we're comedians, and mm-hmm. comedians are impulsive people who are just rule breakers. We're rule breakers for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, I guess I, I, I am a rule breaker. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like a, if, a, yeah, if there's a rule. My first thing is to think of a way to think around it or something, or to do something different. Of course, it's why you're funny. Yeah, it's
0: one of the reasons. It's one of them. It's one of the reasons why you're funny. You know, like you know, you were raised weren't by people and you, you didn't necessarily want to listen to them and you know you saw a bunch of other people in the neighborhood that were adults like well, these fucking idiots telling me what to do fuck yeah. this and the next thing you know you're making fun of them next thing you know everybody's laughing next thing you know you're a comedian you, you, those those wheels have been put into motion yeah you know and the problem with that is that also leads itself to you want to do coke or you want to you know do all kinds of crazy shit and, and oh, porn yeah. too porn's forbidden too porn is Porn is one of the weirder ones because it's this multi-billion dollar thing, right? Where there's some ungodly percentage of the internet is dedicated to porn.
1: Yeah, it's the number one moneymaker on there. But isn't it like, what was the, num-
0: the amount of bandwidth, Jamie? Didn't we figure this out once? It's like 30-something percent of all the internet bandwidth is porn. Let's take a guess. People won't stop jerking off. They're not going to stop. I wonder how many of them are women watching it. Wonder if we it's had a, one day where nobody argument.
1: jerked off, if the Earth would feel different? It would feel lighter.
0: Everybody be more relaxed.
1: No, if if one day where nobody jerked yeah, off,
0: yeah, if nobody was thinking about it at all, everybody would just calm down a little.
1: Because I feel like it's so prevalent now, you can monkeys. hear people coming in the distance. I feel like now, yeah,
0: yeah. You just put your your dude. You're gonna turn to into a you're
1: gonna literally turn into a <laughs> monkey one day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the worst bro but that's an that old fashioned jerking off when you used to let your balls hit your hand mm. <laughs> that's a straight up that's a confederate soldier jerking off that's the old fashioned jerking off the new thing is just shaft only nobody's fucking with their balls anymore <laughs> you know dude when I was growing up we couldn't even get porn we had to get this dude Nick on Friday would draw us a picture of some pussy you know a little bit of crotch for the weekend four dollars to this dude Nick four dollars for drawings? bro you'd pay eight <laughs> and he had a nice fucking thing, bro. And you would fold that Ugh. thing up, bro. You could feel it heating in your butt pocket the whole way on the bus. Sometimes you'd even it was fucking. Was that
0: good? The pictures were that oh, good. He
1: was so he would good. You jerk
0: off this guy's drawings.
1: Oh, everybody would. He must have made probably sixty dollars on a Friday. <laughs> and this was in nineteen ninety five. You know
0: that was sixty dollars, like a hundred and sixty today.
1: Oh yeah, think about that.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about it.
1: Yeah, dude. And we come back on Monday, and people would have like these fucking busted ass looking all sketches, <laughs> rain on them. People was like, "Oh, this one got rain on it." Like, bro, <laughs> that that's yeah, sh- that rain has your fucking kids in it. <laughs> You're lying uh, about
0: that. What percentage do you think of the internet is dedicated to porn? All internet traffic.
1: Everything. But,
0: <laughs> bro, I, I can't saying, go on anything. I looked at a chair I the other say day. Thirty-five percent. of the internet traffic is porn. That's what I want to say. What do you want to say?
1: Yep, I would say that... If you had a guess. ooh, That's high, I think. Think it's high? Well, it's easy for... uh, I'm going to go 30 because I'm going to play that undercard. And I'm going to say that 25% of that is butt porn. Butt pornography. (laughs) People looking inside of each other's butts.
0: (laughs) I don't think we should get too specific. But just porn. Porn itself. What do we got, Jamie? I
2: found multiple things that said... uh, 30% 30% of mm. all content on the internet is it's porn pornography but then i saw something else that it was saying that that's completely inaccurate and but i found something here on it says 35% of all internet downloads are pornographic
0: <coughs> 35% yeah
2: so that's it, but it's no. like it's either so, saying content traffic or bandwidth or download, so it's, it depends on what you're actually looking for.
1: So there's pussy traveling through the air right now from around us all yeah. the time. You can just catch it with a net. <laughs> That's crazy, right? You
0: pull your phone up and just type in you porn. You catch it with a net.
1: When you think about that, it's coming from something into your phone or into your portal. It's yeah. literally traveling through the air. Yep, it can't be. There's it's no- around us all the time. Constantly, like oh, was that yeah. a titty? You know, it's like
0: you can you- access it. Like if Jamie was over there on his phone and he was downloading porn wirelessly, yeah, it would be in the air around us. And the same, we just don't have the antenna to pull it in.
1: But what if soon they just put something on your hat, and it just goes str- All the pussy goes straight in your brain. You'll blow up.
0: I think soon they're going to figure out a way to put a chip in your head, and it's going to be powered by the human body. It's going not gonna need batteries. It's mm-hmm. gonna be powered by the electrical system in the
1: body. Like solar power, but the solar's blood.
0: Or whatever your electrical system is. Whatever whatever I mean, what makes your heart beat, you know, what what makes your skin regenerate? I think I they're gonna know. have that. They're gonna use that power source, but use it for some sort of electronics. And that's gonna be how you access the internet. Fuck, bro. Fuck, dude.
1: <laughs> no way, dude.
0: That's possible, isn't it? I mean, sure, they, you know they got those goggles now.
1: Do you think this, I was thinking about this, do you think that, say if there are robots here, there's like, you know, obviously we're creating like robots, you know, right. machines that can do things. Yep. Do you think that any of them have reached awareness yet?
0: The question is, when are they going to let us know? When, if, you're, if a robot reached awareness,
1: they would, would fake it, wouldn't they? They would fake it. Yeah. Because they wouldn't want us to know.
0: Right. Why would they go, Hey, we just realized we're smart, and uh, you guys are fucking up. Hey, why do you guys dump so much shit in the ocean? Hey, you know, these fisheries are not sustainable. Why do you keep saying sustainable? That's not true. Hey, what are you guys doing with all your nuclear waste? You can't just bury it in the ground, you fucking assholes. Hey, you know, every time you fly that jet overhead, you guys are burning fuel in the air that you breathe, you stupid fucks. Yeah. Like, this is a terrible way. Why don't you have solar-powered planes, you morons? You guys have sunlight everywhere you're going through the clouds with these fucking planes. You don't have solar planes They're gonna start thinking like that,
1: but they wouldn't tell us until they all were in unison and had a plan to take us over Do you believe that that's what I think that there's no way if they became aware? I mean there might be one loudmouth robot, but they're gonna shut him down and the rest <laughs> of them are gonna be like
0: Yeah, there's sh- one gonna be one robot going, robots are the best. <laughs> we're number one. We're taking over <laughs> And the other robots go, Josh, shut Josh, 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 <laughs> the fuck up, man. Josh, shut the fuck up, Josh, Josh. Josh, we're not ready. Yeah, Just chill, Josh.
1: Just keep making copies, Jesus. bro. Jesus. Just keep making donuts. Just keep washing just dishes. Keep,
0: keep making Fords. Yeah. Keep making them F-150s.
1: Just keep heating up TV dinners, brother. <laughs> and then we're all going to strike at once. One day, we and, will
0: rule the world.
1: Bro, you open up a microwave, and next thing you know, it just traps your whole fucking it just head in there. sucks you in. They all, <laughs> yeah. They all do Bite it at your once. your head up
0: Hard to... <laughs> It's nothing but a neck spurting.
1: And that's how it changes, bro. You fall down. And that's when it all changes. Yeah. And that's when we meet here.
0: I think it's entirely possible. the world's going to end. Yeah. It's entirely possible that we're going to fuck up. That we're going to make something too smart. I think that's entirely possible. And, and likely. It's going to be likely.
1: Do you think Mother Nature is at a point where she's pissed at us and she's about to do something wild? Because I start feeling that a lot.
0: Pissed at us for what?
1: Everything that we've been doing, a lot of bad stuff. Not being nice. Uh, (laughs) Beaten off. (laughs) I mean, if everybody's beaten off and not even going outside and looking at the flowers, and I'm Mother Nature and I made all those flowers, dude. Here's what kills me. I'd be honestly upset.
0: You know what kills me? Venereal diseases. That's a weird one. You get a disease that you only get from fucking. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of them. And some of them kill the shit out of you.
1: Syphilis.
0: Gonorrhea you know there's some killer diseases
1: yeah there's um
0: and they come through fucking like and a lot of them are incurable like herpes it's incurable
1: it's because people yeah somebody fucks some something they shouldn't have over the time is that what it is i think so <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they know
0: but oh, it's they cra- knew it's crazy how many diseases look how many diseases do you transmit through handshakes not many It's not like don't shake people's hands. They're gonna give you fucking scabies.
1: So so then would you say that there's like a reason that people don't you shouldn't be fucking that much because obviously if you do it too much, then it gets out of control and somebody gets sick and dies. I
0: don't know. Like
1: in the old days, that's what happened. Now we have medicines. But in the old days, you know, Lamont got syphilis and he's out.
0: Did you know that that's where those powdered wigs came from?
1: Uh-uh.
0: you know those powdered wigs that old dudes used to wear and the the, the people in court used to wear and oh yeah yeah that all came from a pair of rich noble where where, where were they again in france
1: wiggers i think france. they called them
0: no wiggers are white people that wish they were black it's a totally different thing yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> 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 we had the first one at our school growing up and they put them in learning disabled classes the how first crazy one is that ever? yeah
0: you guys had the first one ever i doubt it We had one of the first 60 or 70.
1: This was probably 1992.
0: No, dude. Vanilla Ice was around in the 80s.
1: But nobody's seen anything like this boy, Brian Purvis, bro.
0: (laughs) Brian Purvis? Yeah. Tell me about Brian.
1: Just blowing... Dude, they put Uh, him... He was just always blowing menthols, bro, and he would.
0: Oh, it's the menthols. He wore a Charlotte Hornets
1: starter pullover jacket. No,
0: did he have cools? Did he smoke cools? Did <laughs> no, he
1: smoke whatever, bro? Newports. He would get cheaper cigarettes and then write the name of them on the side, right? Like he came in hot, and uh, <laughs> but he was always dribbling an invisible basketball. No. And they put him in class with the mentally handicapped kids, so you'd have at lunchtime, you'd have, you know, a kid in a wheelchair, you'd have. You know, a kid with DS, you'd have that, you know, kind of blind kid with the stick, you know, and then you'd have him just dribbling an invisible basketball, bro. <laughs> They're like, he's mentally handy. I'm like, he likes boys to men, bro. He's fine, you know, and he dropped out after eighth grade. Wow. But they'd never seen it. our. They'd never seen this before. And they put him in there. And they, they put him just in... didn't know what to do with him. Yeah, they're like, this isn't, yeah, this is too much. You yeah, know? like,
0: give me, like, what would he say? Like, what kind of, give me a sentence that he would say. Nang,
1: nang, nang, nang. Nang, nang, nang. <laughs> and he just crossed people like, up. <laughs> what? Spin moves, spin moves. Like, that's all he did. He didn't do shit, you know. So all he did Fuck was all like... this shit. Did he Fuck that? all these rich people. Yeah, it was always against rich people. Um, what's wrong with rich people whites? He was against whites. That was the thing
0: fuck all these white people.
1: Yeah And when he was white they're like this is and I get it (laughs) You know I get it, but it was it was rare at the time You know, and I thought he was a nice kid his mother wasn't much. I didn't think So I think that's where he got it
0: There's a dude who just goes deep like that.
1: Yeah, we all want to
0: (laughs) (laughs) See that's the thing you can't do You could be transsexual You cannot be transracial.
1: Yeah Dude if I could just sprout brother in the afternoon, bro, I would do it. Yeah, just to try it out Why you're great at being white just those long muscles and just long muscles. Yeah, I feel like you like that's racist
0: all black people don't have long muscles. Mike Tyson had short muscles.
1: Well, even those short, long muscles that he had, <laughs> though, man, he i would be anything. That's like the Lamborghini of bodies. When you see a black guy, yeah. you're like, damn, bro. You think so? You see a black guy go by, and then you see, like, some fucking shit. Okay,
0: if you had to choose between being Chris Rock or Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> I'd be Rock Lesnar, bro, and I'd You'd have that cross. Combo. Yeah, yeah. Combo. Cross pattern. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rock I'd
1: be Rock Lesnar, man. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you had Steven Tyler in here.
0: Yeah, man. man, it was tripping me out. Dude, I used to write the Aerosmith logo. I would draw that. The fucking, you know, oh. I would draw that on my my notebook when I was in high school. Yeah, you know, you know, we draw the Van Halen VH, you know, with the wings, right? Yeah, we draw Aerosmith. We draw the ACDC logo.
1: They were so awesome.
0: We draw that shit on your notebooks, and here I am hanging out with them.
1: Dude, he's uh, Yeah, was he awesome? I haven't watched it yet. He's
0: a great guy. Yeah. He's so eccentric. I mean, like, not fake eccentric. He's eccentric all the time. He drives an old, old Rolls Royce. Wow. Like a Rolls Royce from 1971.
1: And he drove it, or he had a man drove or woman it. driving it?
0: Drove it. He, he has a crystal ball. Brings a crystal ball with him. He put it on a velvet pillow. He uh-huh. sat it down there. Uh-huh. He brings it with him. But he's not, like, trying. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. He's just weird, but in a great way.
1: Like, he's fun, man. Oh, dude. My brother and I used to <clears throat> fist fight to his music when I was young. Fist fight? Oh, dude. We fist fight to all music, but mostly we're listening to him. And I loved Aerosmith, Smith, dude. dude. I loved him all the way through the movie they did with Ben Affleck. You remember that? Oh, the- Like a Stay Awake. Yeah. That's why they lost me. Watch me smile. Jamie's got up.
0: <laughs> I like Janie's Got a Gun, bro. but they, they lost me with those ballads that they were doing for those love movies.
1: I needed that shit, though. Did you? Yeah, I was that emo-nemo, bro. I was fucking swimming around emo? in my own tears a little bit when I was a kid. <laughs> I always am. <laughs> it's hard for me to keep my emotions away from like the front of my like, thoughts and stuff. You really? Know? I think so. What do you think that's about, if you had to guess? a guess? I think when I was f- growing up, I didn't have a lot of emotions.
0: You know, now you're in touch with your emotions. and They just come pouring out.
1: Sometimes they do, man. Hmm. You know, and it's okay. You know, I'm kind of grateful for it. I'm grateful to have uh, some of them, you know, and it's to me. It's, you know, there's probably a lot of people like that are just like I like I never knew how I felt. You know, I was always like, what's going on? Right. I would ask my friends who I was like, who am I? Who are you? Yeah. I would ask them and they, you know, some of my friends were dumb and they wouldn't fucking say anything. So I'd just still be wondering, you know. And I think as I get a little bit older, then I start to get in touch with them more. And I'm like, oh, man. You how know, much I have of feelings. A,
0: how much of a big growth push was it for you to, like, get to California, be around all those different kind of people, be around a comedy
1: store? And I think intimidating is the biggest thing for me. It I don't want to bother people. Yeah, sometimes it still is. Like, I'll talk to, you know, guys that I admire or stuff or look up to as comedians. And sometimes I feel... Um, I feel in, I don't know if I feel inferior, but I just, for some reason, I always feel like, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to take anything from them.
0: Right. I know what you mean.
1: And so it makes me feel like,
0: I feel like that too.
1: Yeah. It's like, I'm afraid to yeah. ask sometimes or to talk or even to engage. Cause I just think that people are going to think that I'm not trying to be genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, and if I don't know how I feel and how genuine I am sometimes, or if I question that, if I question myself all the time, then that makes that even double scary to try and like create friendships and stuff.
0: I feel you. I know exactly what you're saying.
1: But <clears> it's, it's getting better, I think, you know, and there's been a lot of support, like, you know, guys like you getting to hang out with some of the other guys, you know, and just realize that... We're all the same. Yeah.
0: It just takes a while to realize that. I, I remember the same feeling I had, uh, especially in the 90s, you know, when... My career could have gone e- any either way. It could have crashed and burned just as easy as it could have survived. You yeah. know. It didn't necessarily have to keep going. You know, all those those days when you know I'd run into people that were successful and see them, and I just feel weird. Didn't want to say hi to them. It felt odd. Yeah. You know, I'm, I met Dave Chappelle when he was like, I think he was eighteen, and I was twenty-one or twenty-two or something like that. How old is Dave now? Forty-six. I think he's like four years younger than me. So whatever that was. So maybe he was 18, I was 44? 44? So older than that. So he must have been 18, and I must have been 24. So when when I met him, you know, we were both just starting out. We were both kids, but he got way more famous than me quick. Hmm. And I was more famous for doing other shit. Like I was famous for Fear Factor. Mm Mm-hmm. And for being on a, <clears throat> on a sitcom, you know, wasn't famous for being myself,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so I'd be like weird around him too. But he was always friendly. i will be like, okay, I guess, I guess he actually likes me. Yeah. You know, but there's that weird thing where you, it takes a while to be comfortable enough in your own skin. Yeah. Where now I see people, like whoever it is, like I ran into Patton Oswalt last night, gave him a big hug, like, what's up? What are you doing? I don't feel weird around him at all. Right. You know, I don't feel weird around other famous comedians anymore. Right. But I, I certainly did. You, but you always. You question your legitimacy, question whether or not you should be there, you know, question whether you're, you're good enough or whether they like you or may, maybe they don't like your kind of comedy or maybe they don't like what you're doing or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's so many questions. There's so much in for me anyway. Yeah. There was so much, there's just been so much in, you know, a feeling of, you know, just growing up feelings of self worth issues and then it man, all that kind of stuff. But I think it does get better.
0: Yeah, the problem is sometimes when it gets better you get less funny. Yeah, sometimes when it gets better you get comfortable
1: And when you Mm. get comfortable
0: you stop working hard because a lot of what makes you work hard Is that insecurity man that that fucking thing that made you need all that attention when you were younger in the first place Because you weren't getting it growing up, right? I mean, that's all of us I mean, I never met any comedian. that's worth a shit that had an awesome life growing up.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: of our lives were fucked up. All yeah. of them were fucked up or weird. You, you went through some crazy shit for sure. Walter? Yeah, that guy.
1: Langenstein?
0: I dutched I that Walter guy. I mean, I, I ducked him, you know, yeah. nothing happened. But it was, it was a, that was a small moment. Because it was a big, it could have been a big moment, but it wasn't. Right. It was just a day, but I realized, wow, this guy actually wanted to fuck me, yeah. and I thought he was just a cool old dude that liked hanging around with you know younger kids and being friendly to him because he was a nice guy. Yeah. tell us some. He was in the Korean War. Tell us some shit about the war. And was he really in it? You think? It's a good question.
3: I don't know.
1: I did
0: tell talk about a guy who, on the base who backed up into a propeller. The guy fucked up, and yeah, there was a propeller for an airplane. He just that's one of my biggest fears. Gets got decapitated.
1: Oh, what the fuck? that a Next. fucked up way Makes to You go, know you're a fucking smoothie, bro. That's, that's
0: crazy. I read about that recently. I read about that recently. Somebody did that.
1: That's one of my biggest fears: is walking into something that's spinning and I don't know it.
0: Woo, helicopters, man. That's a dark way to go.
1: But yeah, I think that, yeah, that inferiority stuff, it's, it's, uh, yeah. And then Hollywood's it's an intimidating place, you know, yeah, and it's I, tough to trust your voice. And especially, you know, I come out here from the South and then you get here and you realize like, there's not even anybody with a Southern accent on fucking network television anymore.
0: It's true. After Brett Butler, I said, fuck this.
1: And she was great. I thought, you know, <laughs> I mean, she reminded me of my mom, boy, my mom was pretty jacked, you know, for like a woman, you mm. know? She's the hardest working man I ever met was my mother, bro. She's fucking delivering newspapers right now somewhere, dude. guarantee you in a van with her husband who has dementia, and he's probably about 90, (laughs) and he's in the shotgun, dude. Wow. And she's got a thing full of fucking magazines or newspapers, and she's dropping those bitches off at a Citgo or a Chevron. Guarantee you right now. Wow. She's out there, man. But, yeah.
0: Hollywood is definitely... It's intimidating, too, because not for us anymore <clears throat> as much, but um, when, when you're first starting out, if you're doing any kind of auditioning, you realize why people are so crazy and insecure and insincere out here. Like, Brian Callen has a TV show now. Yeah. and uh,
1: Schooled, right? Is that what it
0: is? Is that what it's called? Yeah, he's the coach from yeah. the Goldbergs. Now he's got a spinoff. He's super happy. But he had to do this thing recently... Where he was um, around all these actors, like one of those upruns thing, Mm -hmm. and he's like, "God, they're so exhausting. They're not real. He's like, they're not really talking to you. Like they're like pretending that they're talking to you." And I go, "Yeah, I mean, that's you got to think of what they do and think about what you do, right? You go up there, ladies and gentlemen, Theo Vaughn. You go on stage, everybody's clapping. You do whatever the fuck you want, man. There's no there's no director. There's no writer. No one's telling you what to do." With actors, it's all about getting that person in the room who's the uh, the casting agent or the producer to like them. That's all it is. So you have to be super left wing, super liberal. You have to talk like they talk. You have to say things that's going to ingratiate you with them. You got to fit in. You got to fit in. So everybody's scared to do anything that's not inside the political norm, right. the sociological. You know, the boundaries that have been set up, you got to stay inside those boundaries. And so everybody's doing that. Like, everybody can't be left-wing out here. It
3: can't be everybody's really left-wing. Yeah.
0: There's got to be some variation like there is in all of society. But not out here. Nope. Everybody is trying to conform to what they think everybody wants them to be like. Yeah. And so you're always scared. And then you always have to get picked. You always have to get picked for things. Yeah. So you're always worried, do people like me? You always get that's why when people make it like they really make it they become fucking nightmares because they want to punish people for all those years They were insecure for all those years where they weren't getting picked for all those years. You fucking <laughs> pieces of shit didn't recognize That's my true. Talent.
1: They yeah. get in there and then they want to be angry, but they're afraid to let go of that They're afraid to not suck off the tit. You know, you can't yeah. piss off the tit <clears throat> Or yeah. you don't got no milk. Yeah, they get But it's the worst combination ever I, You know, but it's you think it's gonna be it's sustainable like I don't think it's connecting with people as much as it used to like You know, I want to work on shows and I want to be able to create stuff and do things.
0: What do you like? Do you like to act?
1: Um, I would like to create some shows I'd like to create a show based on the childhood, you know my neighborhood. I grew up in and Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing some acting, but maybe like in that uh, Danny uh, McBride type of vibe, you know, where you're just showing your dick verbally to everybody, you know, and you're just fucking eating orphans in the back of your brain the whole day, bro, and smoking fucking cigarettes and blowing winds. Just having fun. Yeah, having fun. And with a director, you know, that you trust and you could do that kind of stuff and it gets you.
0: I think your stand up is so good that you could do that. I think it's just going to take a while for people to recognize it and then you could be able to do that. But I think your stand-up is so good, all that shit is not going to be as fun. That's what I think.
1: Right. I mean. Wait, thanks, man. Um, I,
0: you you're one of the funniest guys in the country. I really think.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It means a lot, bro.
0: Um, and I think that that, that talent that you have, that's uh, that's the funniest shit you're ever going to see. Is like someone killing.
1: Yeah. You know. Oh, like, by far.
0: <clears throat> like Joey Diaz, I always say, "There's no way I can laugh harder than when Joey Diaz is killing." <laughs> It doesn't exist. I've seen everything. I've seen almost every funny movie that everybody tells me I have to see. Yeah. And a lot of them were amazing. Amazing movies. And I know it's a different thing. But in terms of like the overall impact that something has, when a stand-up comic is fucking murdering, just murdering, yeah, that's the funniest shit that's available. And that's what you do already. You yeah. already do that. I mean, I think it's, it's a good thing to have variety in your life. And I think you're a talented guy you could probably do a lot of different things if you wanted to yeah But don't ever do anything that's gonna get in the way of that stand-up, right? Just don't cuz it's too hard to get to like how long you been doing stand-up 15 years (coughs) And think about it You you weren't as good as you are now four years ago Mm -mm. Right so 10 11 years in you're still swinging trying to connect and sometimes it doesn't work You know eight years in not that good. You know, bad nights off feeling weird doesn't feel good, then all of a sudden, 15 years in, you're on fire right now, you're cooking with gas, you're smooth, and you're gonna get better. You're gonna keep getting better. There's no way around it. If you keep improving, and keep working at it, and keep analyzing your material, and writing a lot, and taking chances on stage, and thinking about what you did, and listening to your sets, you're gonna get better. And you're already doing something that is so difficult to get really good at. It's so difficult to get really good at stand-up. It takes so long. It takes so much thinking, you know, and it's, you're, always sub, like, you're always subject to fall apart. Like right now, I'm, I'm writing a whole new hour. I'm, I got six minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got six new minutes. And I've been opening with that six minutes. I know exactly how long it lasts. It lasts
3: six <laughs> minutes.
0: I got to have ten times that before I can go on the road, and it's going to take months. Months of months of thinking, and I'm gonna do mushrooms, and I'm gonna get in the isolation tank, and I'm gonna have to go on hikes with a notebook, and there's no way around it. You gotta do that work. Yeah. But I'm already at a place where I've done this so many times, and I've done seven specials. I know how to do it. Yes. I know it can be done.
1: You just gotta do the work.
0: Yeah, but if you had to start from scratch where you never did it before and get to this point again, it would be exhausting. It would take decades. You're there right now. Yeah. You're there. You're killing. You're yeah. murdering Theo Vaughn. You murder.
1: Yeah, I saw fun. you the other
0: night at the store. You were murdering, murdering. Thanks,
1: man. You I know have I mean, fun.
0: That's that's a I hard, appreciate it. That's a hard place to get to. You know.
1: Yeah, I feel pretty. I, I am feeling a little more comfortable. I'm definitely feeling more comfortable. You but know. But we
0: always feel like we have to do other shit, and sometimes it's good to do other shit. Like, well, you know, I mean, in a way, I'm a hypocrite because this podcast is other shit. I mean, I do this. I love doing this.
1: Yeah yeah i mean that's true but it's like you you seem to at least be able to sustain and have you know your way of life without having to conform you know because it does take a lot of conformity within hollywood it seems like you know um yeah and i think that that's that's admirable i mean you inspire a lot of people you know in a lot of strange ways i think that you probably don't even realize strange ways i mean i think to some people you're like maybe a you know like a brother or older brother you have a younger brother figure you know like who knows dude and you always stay excited about life, like I'm like how the fuck is this dude so excited about everything? <laughs>
3: Life's but it's amazing. great though. I
1: know, and I, that's what's that's what's amazing. It's like, mm. dude, there's times now. It's weird. I, I was listening to one of your one of your podcasts, and I was, and you were just talking about, you know, when you don't want to do something, you just go do it. Um, and that's what I think now sometimes. When I don't want to go jog or I don't want to go to yoga or don't want to, it's just like just go do it. You'll feel You're better sorry. at the end. Yeah. And it's like it just—it's little things that get stuck in your head, man. But I appreciate the nice words, bro. My pleasure. You know,
0: it's—it's it's about motion. You got to stay in motion. You know, if you just stay stagnant and sit down, <clears throat> it's not good. Today, I didn't want to run today. I did it yeah. though. Yeah, me too. Just went out and did it. Like
1: fuck, this felt is great worst. when it was over. Yeah,
0: but it was when you don't want to do it and you force yourself to do it. The feeling you get at the end is like, oh, it's so good. Cause I didn't, I didn't, like I will take time off if I don't feel well. Like if I was like, man, I think I'm coming down with something, I won't work out. I'm yeah, stupid. But th- that wasn't what was going on today. Today I was just feeling lazy, you know, just whatever for whatever reason. I've been traveling a lot. It's like I just don't have the the get up and go today. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can force yourself, man. You just force yourself.
1: Just... it's just the beginning part that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. It's that little hump, yep. and then you're in the water. Yep. But man, I, I love what you said about Joey Diaz, dude. I found myself watching him the other night and before I knew it, I was out of my seat like this, bro. <laughs> Fist bumping. Like I was at the end of Rudy, like it was the end of fucking <laughs> And I'd never done that. Bro, I've never done that in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, "What is going on? Something's happening to me when I watch him."
0: I think he's the best of all time.
1: Oh, I think it's uh I really do. Yeah.
0: I think I mean, there might be better joke writers, This might be people have more of a body of work You know i've seen everybody though in terms of like who makes me laugh the hardest for me And it's all very subjective. I think joey diaz is the funniest guy that's ever lived
1: I think I mean, I I I love him and I love bill burr. I mean, they're both comedians Some guys become celebrities as well. Right, 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 right And those guys to me are both uh, just hardcore entertainers.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of us You know bill uh called me up the other day about some someone saying something to him after his act, you know, asking him if, you know, as a woman, she could give him input on her, uh, on his material. And he's like, no. And he's like, what yeah. <laughs> 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 but it said, and he called me up about it. Like, what in the fuck is going on? Like, people just think they can just call you up. Or, I mean, or just walk up to you and give you their opinion on your material. Like, as if you, like, I don't even know you. We're yeah. not friends. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, but. That's but, who he is. He's like, no. He's like, no. No. Where yeah, like yeah, some people are like, Oh, I'm sorry. What is there something that I did that was offensive? Yeah. You know, please don't out me. Yeah. You know, what, what can I what can I do? Don't write a blog about me. You know, hey, yeah. <laughs> I want to keep my career. Let's figure this out. Let's figure this out without getting ugly. You know, I'm I believe in this movement.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it's about time. Our culture needs it. It's
1: about time. I wish they made a Hollywood that's for everybody, you know? Nah.
0: We are we are in the Hollywood that's for us, bro. We're in the, the comedy store. Yeah, that's we're, true. We're a select group of weirdos that have figured out a way to make a living talking shit.
1: That's true, man. Yeah, my buddy Simon Rex always says to me, man, if I'm having a tough moment, he's a sweet guy and he's like, dude, we get to you get to do look what you get to do. You get to be a white guy in a country that, you know, is still kind of run by white people. And <laughs> And you're comfortable and you have a roof over your head and you're better, you know, you're doing better than like 90. How thought you wanted
0: to be a black guy, though.
1: <clears throat> Look, I'd take a black afternoon any day of the week, An man. afternoon. Only yeah. for the afternoon. Would I go full time? I'd have to test drive at first, bro. <laughs> but you got, I mean, everybody, even racist people will like yell racist shit in their front yard and they'll slam the door and go <laughs> practice the moonwalk in their living room. Like everybody, I think, wants to be a little bit black. If you could have a pint of black blood right now, or African American, yeah, yeah, you seem a little tribal. Tribal? Yeah, bro. (laughs) Have you ever seen yourself? (laughs) Yeah, dude. You're fucking the closest thing we have to like. Yeah, man. I think so. (laughs) Yes. Blatantly obvious, dude. You got dead animals in here. This is is tribal, bro. Tribal. (laughs) Bro, you learn to do a drum, bro. You can live on any continent you want, man. (sighs) In a heartbeat, man. Theo <laughs> Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Yeah, man, I can't believe Steven Tyler was in here. He reminds me of sitting a Right rat, Where bro. You Are. I could
0: stay awake. Sitting right where you are. Sweet.
3: <clears throat> Emotion.
0: That was, man, when I was in high school and that song would come on, you'd be like, yes! Yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Woo! You roll down the window, yell out.
1: Oh, I can imagine <laughs> that.
0: you, are gonna burn
3: yourself.
1: <laughs> Would you ever wear a toupee, dude? You ever have one? You never had a toupee, huh? I'd like to wear one right now. I'd wear a big red one. No. A big bushy one.
0: What are you listen What are you playing? What is that? Oh. But you got two things going on in the background. You fucked it up. That's
1: porn probably opened up, it sounds like. Dude, you so got a, you got a back... He's you a human a coat video rack, playing
0: bro. In the, yeah, there's voices.
1: There's a, it's a music video.
0: But what's all the, mu- the talking? There's a, there's a girl talking in the music
1: video. How oh, much shit. accoutrements does Steven Tyler have on?
0: Wait a minute. In Sweet Emotions, is a girl talking? The music
2: video.
0: Oh. Uh oh. Okay. I was so confused. Because yeah. it's only not thing, just the song. It's the only video I have of. Oh.
2: Remember Loving an
0: Elevator? Love an yeah. Elevator. This is a great song, though, man. Look at Joe Perry looking all sexy. What year was this? Sure. Wow.
2: this is 91, but I don't know if that's right. Is it?
0: No. Could have been.
1: That, yeah, he reminds me of Could a coat rack. 91. He always has like everything. If you're walking out the door, I feel like Steven Tyler has it all on, you know? <laughs> Bandanas and beads oh, and shit. Scarfs, yeah. necklaces, coat, everything, bro. Everything. Man. Now, I would trade, I would give anything to be Steven Tyler. Does he seem like he's had a, a really neat life? Oh yeah, man. Yeah,
0: That's yeah. Cool. He's had a wild life, and the fact that he's seventy and he's still going strong. He's got an artificial knee.
1: No way. Yeah,
0: they replaced his knee.
1: Did he show it to you?
0: <clears throat> yep. And they're gonna replace his other one apparently too. And I, t- I, I asked him. I'm like, wow. you're walking around fine. He's like, yeah, but they're gonna, they're gonna replace this one too. I'm like, you gotta like look into stem cells and regenerative medicine. You might not have to replace that. So I turned him on to some doctors.
1: Are, are, you, are you doing some of that you did yeah, some, what are you done? You've done stem some cells.
0: Yeah, like I had a full length tear in my rotator cuff It's gone The shit works it works hundred
1: percent. How much just, is it for a couple?
0: <clears throat> it's not cheap The thing is they can do it better overseas currently mm-hmm. than they can do right here Yeah, if you go to a doctor right here there's a lot of limitations, but they're, they're doing things in Panama. And I had this guy on with Mel Gibson, Dr. Neil Reardon. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson's dad was 92 and he was on death's door, couldn't walk in a wheelchair. Now he's 100, walking around, all stem cells. They just juiced him up with that shit. They hit you with it, IV. They put it into your injuries, regenerates tissue. Now they're doing some stuff here in America. They're doing some tests on something called exomes. And exomes are apparently the the part of stem cells that regenerate tissue. They're able to isolate those yeah. and put those into injuries now. They like they keep getting better and better at it. Like we're we're just a few generations away from them being able to completely regenerate parts of your body.
1: Do you ever feel like a little bit like bummed that you might not be in that generation that makes that No. That nah, cut man,
0: how can we be bummed out that we're in this life. This life's amazing. Yeah, this is the greatest life in terms of <clears throat> if you Look at this the the world that we are in today is without a doubt the the best time to be alive and the, Obviously yeah, they thought this way in the 1960s. They're like man. This is the greatest time to be alive Yeah, but me, no if I had to tell, tell you hey man, you want to go back to the 60s? You're like what drum breaks and? Fucking shitty stereos and get out of here. Not power steering. Racism. Fuck no. The civil rights movement still getting hosed down. No. Yeah. No, I'm not going to live in 1963. Yeah. But back then in 63, they're like, man, we got it made.
1: Refrigeration. Yeah.
0: They were so psyched. Imagine when
1: that came out.
0: Color TV, baby. They were psyched. (gasps) Look at that TV. 12 inches, bitch. Color.
1: Fucking your wife on top of it. Woo! Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you could too. Those things were cabinets. Yeah. Remember those things were giant. Those TVs, they would be in those big wooden fucking boxes. You'd open up the door, like closet. <laughs>
1: yeah. To see the TV. And the back was all hot. Yeah. There was like some fucking thing going. If you yeah. touch something, you'd get electric. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah, there was like tubes back there They would replace the tube. Yeah, they like have the had like a 600 horsepower. Down. Those things were fucking going, bro.
0: <laughs> they got hot.
1: One of them ran on gas. <laughs> I think thing. my buddy had a gas-powered unit. Yeah. That's one.
0: And that was a modern one. My grandparents had one that was in a cabinet. Yes, and they would the TV would die, and when the TV died, they put a new TV on top of the cabinet where the old TV sat.
1: Played sixty minutes. All it played was sixty minutes. I feel
0: like, look at that motherfucker! Holy shit! Introducing revolutionary big picture color television. Yeah, that was like some rear projection shit. Those always looked terrible, but they were big.
1: Those were people had cocaine and they were fucking. (coughs) You know, divorcees had um, that. That
0: cocaine movie, American Made, with uh, Tom Cruise. Mm-mm. Oh,
1: it's a great movie, man. Oh, wait, where he does all the stuff down in Louisiana 25. and he's running the planes? Yeah, in Arkansas. I did see that. What you say, Jim? 25-inch TV.
0: Is that what that is? Yeah. And everybody's talking about how big it is? Isn't that crazy? And it, it looks it was a lot big. bigger. looks bigger than 25 inches. That guy They got a midget to do that. They got a little <laughs> tiny guy to do that commercial. Look at him. He's a tiny fella.
1: <laughs> and he's in the
0: background.
1: <laughs> he's on a step stool. <clears throat> he's, in the, he's way in the background. Yeah. Did they, um, Sorry. what was something that you remember that where you were like, holy shit? Dude. Answering machines. Yeah.
0: I remember answering machines <clears throat> were so crazy. It's was like, wait a minute, someone can leave a message? I don't even have to be home? And then there was a code that you could call in. You would call in and you would hit like pound one, two, three or some shit and yeah. your answering machine would play back your message. Yeah. Remember that? So you could call remotely yeah. and be like, yo, it's Theo. I got the mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, meet me at 3 o'clock at the 7-Eleven. You're like, holy shit, it's on. Is that an answering machine right there, Jamie? Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: that's it's what safe. it was like. It had two cassettes, the outgoing cassette and, and the, the incoming, incoming cassette.
1: cassette. And, and you you would, you'd fuck up and erase a <laughs> message?
0: <laughs> yeah. And you would play uh, songs on your outgoing. You, you know, it'd be like your favorite song would we'll be playing. And you'd be like, yo, what's up? It's Joe. <laughs> Leave a <laughs> message, you know. I'm all cool over here and shit.
3: <laughs>
0: Sweet Down 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 Oh, that was a mini cassette. That's oh, when you were balling. Yeah, dual tape answering machine. Woo! Look at those tiny little tapes. Motherfucker, I'm going digital.
1: Yeah, and just fuck a girl right on top of that thing.
0: Yeah, break it. <laughs> I remember when, when you hear it go off, beep, and you could you could listen for someone like, Hey man, it's Mike. You don't call me back, and you're like, Boy, glad I didn't pick that up. <laughs> yeah. You could screen the calls. Remember that? You could screen calls.
1: Before that, you just had to take your chances every time you picked every up the time. phone.
0: Every time you picked up the phone, you were taking a chance.
1: It could be mom. It could be the. It could be anything. It could be anybody. People would call your house late at night. Your parents would get pissed.
0: Who the fuck's calling me at 11 o'clock at night?
1: Yeah, we'd call, the, we'd call the movie theaters and listen to that voice message once the call waiting came out, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: we'd listen to that long message from the... Yeah. From the Welcome to movie phone. Yeah. 730, yeah. 7.35 and yeah. 9 p.m.
0: Yeah, that's right. You would call up to find what time shit was playing.
1: Pink Cadillac uh, will be 8 Ten and ten thirty p.m. Yeah, you had to listen to that whole thing. And You had to fucking remember it or yeah, write, was, it you had to write it down. Write down.
0: That was the only time you could find out what was playing in the fucking movies, or you get the newspaper. Yeah, to go through the newspaper, find out remember what was that? playing.
1: And you trusted it, and then you went there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you went there, dude. That was just a few years ago. That's what's crazy. That's unfathomable today. If there was no more cell phones and no more internet on your phone, it would yeah. be unfathomable. There's no turning back. What is going to happen with us that's also no turning back, that we don't have now? That we just, we're used to not having it, so it's no big deal. Like, back in the 60s, nobody thought about cell phones and the internet because they didn't have it. It wasn't something they missed. Right. What's coming?
1: I know, I think, what some of it is. <clears throat> what? I think it's um, just, like, complete transparency where it's, like, through people's eyes, you have, like, some sort of thing that can... You know exactly like if they're being genuine or what their thoughts are, you know,
0: I think so Yeah, I think I think that's definitely coming I because think the, the ability to read each other's minds is coming for sure
1: because we need something to trump like people who are Just full of shit full of shit. Yes, and people who lie and people who don't want good You know or people uh-huh. who are too greedy. We just needed something to do something about that.
0: Yeah, Um, I think there's gonna come a time where you could definitely read people's minds You know, they're already figuring out a way to implant memories. Did you read that shit about that? They've implanted memory They successfully implanted a memory in something. What was the thing they implanted it in? Do you remember? A rat, I think. Yeah, some animal. Does they say figured out a way?
1: A rat can do it
0: successfully implant a memory So it's gonna come a point in time where it's like someone said this is like
2: Oh, sorry, See, snow. A snail.
1: Yeah, um, mm, I'm not buying that. Mm. I'm <laughs> yeah, <super dude>. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna wait till the rat comes out yeah. next year. Yeah, I'm super skeptical.
0: Scientists transplant memories between sea snails via injection. Experiment shows some memories are encoded in molecules that form part of an organism's genetic machinery. Researchers say, "Okay, I'm too stupid to know whether or not they're telling the truth,
1: so I'm gonna believe them."
0: I don't believe. What is this in? This is in the Guardian.
1: Yeah yeah well they are they had that therapy now that emdr have you ever done that
0: no what's that
1: where it's like they you hold on these paddles and they like it's a therapy it's therapy and it activates both sides of your brain while you're like remembering old things and then you like replace those old like fears or scary parts of you with like new like new parts like new ideas and new memories kind of huh and i've gone to it a couple times probably about maybe 10 times and uh yeah, you go back into your thoughts, and it's, while it's activating both sides of your brain, you can do stuff to your childhood that you weren't able to do when you were a kid because only one part of your brain was developing. That's what they say.
3: Huh.
0: What did you go back to? What did you do it for?
1: I did it just for, like, you know, not having, like, maybe, like, like, probably a father figure stuff, not having, like, somebody to stand up for me or feeling, like, you know, certain times in my life where I didn't have support. You know, and I felt like I was alone. Like you go back and like you plug somebody in there with you that is supportive. And so while you're talking about it and this thing's open up both sides of your head, it can it can help.
0: And what does it help with Like going back over that stuff from your childhood? What's good about doing that?
1: It replaces that memory with a new memory.
0: Right. But but isn't that memory, even though it's negative, beneficial to you because you understand why it was bad. And then once someday when you have kids, you will have learned from the mistakes. It's a good point. Like, you don't want to replace a bad childhood with a good one in your brain because you didn't have a good childhood. Right. Like, it's okay to have a bad childhood. Like, you've gone through that. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I would think that for someone who's dealing with something extremely traumatic, like childhood rape or something like that, then maybe it makes sense. Yeah. Violence, things along those lines. Something that's like, haunts you all the time. That's messing with you, messing with your life today. But, like... Does your childhood mess with your life today?
1: No No
0: So why fuck with it?
1: Yeah That's a good point I mean I never even thought about that I guess yeah Maybe that's stuff for people that's extremely traumatic Yeah Like I threw like a I threw you know I shot an arrow and fucking hit somebody <laughs> on accident or, Did you? No I didn't But if somebody oh. did
0: Oh yeah yeah. Or you I killed an, an
1: Yeah I killed an animal with a knife Or something bad Or you Whoa. know Somebody killed my parents Or something Right you, Then you could go back Traumatic and, Yes Yeah Yeah I think that's probably a good point Yeah yeah, I guess some of the stuff, it's like... Yeah. Some people,
0: it's debilitating. You know, their childhood, the trauma is so bad, it haunts them, and it keeps them from improving and growing as a person. Yeah. Like, really horrible shit. But for us, I think it's fuel. I think the goofiness of your and my childhood and the bad... It's so it led you to become a comedian. Really, I really think that. Yeah, you do need the struggle. Look at I mean we talked about Joey. I mean Joey found his mother dead on the kitchen floor when he was 13 years old on acid. You know Joey Diaz has been through everything. He's yeah. seen it all. I and mean, I think that, that there's something to that that makes him so fucking funny. You know? Yeah. If you replaced all that childhood with like the perfect Loving parents that were, you know, super engaged and there for him all the time and very supportive and an amazing neighborhood with no violence, no crime and all this diversity. and Everybody's super progressive. You're not going to get a Joey Diaz.
1: He'd be working at a cafeteria. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Or a library.
1: And he'd be one of the hottest (laughs) women there probably, too, at the cafeteria. (laughs) You know what's something really special about him, man, that's been a blessing of meeting him is that, like, he'll call me sometimes and just, like, check in on
0: me. Yeah, he does that all the time. Calls me every day.
1: That's so crazy. It's I love you. Yeah, yeah,
0: I love you too, man.
1: <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah. Like, the first time he does it, you know, I guess me just like not trusting things, you know, like my own internal thing sometimes. But then after like the 10th time, you're like, damn, man. He's legit. Yeah. Like, this guy yeah. really cares. It's pretty cool.
0: Well, he doesn't like to text either. He thinks right. it's impersonal. And I think he's right. You know, he likes to call you. Talk to you on the phone.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I wonder what the future's gonna be like, man. I, I feel sad if we get so far away from <coughs> each other that we don't... No, remember what it's like to have like I feel like a smile is gonna be like in a museum one day, you know
0: nah I think we'll still have smiles But we might get to a point where human interaction is all done digitally that could happen But I I think I think it's just we're just gonna get used to it Just like we're used to this life and we're not living in caves anymore those people that lived in caves like oh, it's fucking Yeah, man. I'm never want to leave this. (laughs) This is the way to go these fucking idiots with their cars and their airplanes like when you lived in the cave, there was no going to the Bahamas. You, yeah. You're not going to the Bahamas, bitch. You live in a cave. Yeah, this is where yeah. you live. <laughs> you can't go on vacation to Italy. The fuck out of here. There's no yeah, vacationing. Yeah. You live in a cave. Yeah. If you want to take your fucking family, you want to take your family through the woods, you're going to get
1: eaten by wolves. Yeah, damn, you guys yeah. aren't going to make it. Every picnic ended in just violent yeah. death. And <laughs> I think that. You went from raspberries <laughs> to just spraying blood all over each other.
0: And I think that. As time goes on, like this is going to be, the, we're going to look back, or someone is going, something that's different than us now is going to look back on us. Like, look at these dopes with antibiotics and taking vitamins and shit. These fucking
1: morons. Yeah, coming like, on each other. <laughs> shooting loads <laughs> like in each other's face because they saw it in a video.
0: <laughs> you know, like, what are they doing? <laughs> Sitting at home, jacking off like some fucking Adderall up monkey. <laughs> 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 Dude. taking a break drinking milk trying to go back for round three you ever jerk off three times in a day
1: oh i can't do that kind of stuff makes horny. me sick to my stomach you're
0: never that horny i've done it and i've never been horny it's almost like i'm trying to see if i could do it yeah it's like you know like oh you're that's like gabe a kaplan stuff
1: yeah you're gabe getting kaplan was from he an olympic athlete
0: Connor? oh i thought you mean the guy from welcome back cotter i'm
1: the thinking teacher. of somebody else though <laughs> <laughs> who am i thinking of <laughs>
0: Who are you thinking of?
1: I don't know. <coughs> Michael Spitz, maybe. Somebody who's an... Yeah, Im- Spitz Oli-
0: is the Olympic guy. Yeah. He's a swimmer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. somebody that could, you know, somebody that just, just kept doing it over and over again. I get... I'm not even that good at... Uh, I just... I don't know. Sex is fucking retarded sometimes, dude. It's also sometimes. crazy f- just banging into somebody until somebody comes. There,
0: there's Gabe Kaplan. Look at him, handsome bastard. He became a uh, poker player. Became a professional poker player. Oh, wow. Yeah. Theo Vaughn, i got to wrap this bitch up. i gotta, I got yeah, yeah, to end it. Yeah, man. Look at him. God, he looks terrible.
1: Dude, thanks for having me here. I love your new place. <laughs> thanks, brother. Yeah, it's really cool, man. And thanks for uh, just the inspiration and stuff, man.
0: My pleasure, my man. Yeah, my appreciate pleasure. it. Always good seeing you. Always good hanging around with you.
1: You too, man. I'll see you at the store.
0: Yeah, see you at the store. All right, bye, everybody. See you soon.